My husband says he's upset with me because in his words, sweetie, you need to stop spending so much money on DoorDash. Ordering it three times a day is not appropriate and we need to start living within our means. Honey, it sounds like you have an income problem, not that I have a spending problem. Start earning more money and we won't have these issues. So I took his credit card that we share and I booked a vacation for my daughter Richard and I. We're staying in a hotel tonight and I hope he enjoys that I charged $8,000 to his credit card. Make more money, darling. Who has made you cry the most? Who has the nicest body? Who is the funniest? Who does your mom like the most? Who has cheated on you? Who was the biggest liar? <laughs> <laughs> Who was the best kisser? <laughs> Who do you think loved you the most? Your actions are based on a misunderstanding of how we have survived together. It is a contract. I thought you were going to... Dad, what are you doing? Playing the ring game that he made, which is okay with me. Because he could definitely be fucking bitches right now. And he's playing a ring game in the kitchen. Leave my man. What's going on, everybody? It is Coach Greg Adams back in here with another YouTube live stream. We made it to Friday. Happy Friday in the building. We made it to Friday. Shout out to the Coach Gang for being in here, being involved, and being active on this YouTube channel. My goodness, what is going on with your brother? Guys, this is the story that I've been warning you about. This is the story that I wrote the Free Agent Lifestyle book about. I've been warning you that if you pick the wrong mate, I've been telling you, mate selection is your most important thing that you're going to do on your time in this earth or on this earth, in or on. If you pick the wrong mate, your life, your life could be in jeopardy, gentlemen. There's been plenty of men that have picked the wrong mate and it has changed the course of his life all right i played a good clip of a guy who was being interviewed on vlad tv he is from the nation of islam and he was a guy i can't remember his name brother muhammad we're gonna call him 
And he was talking about all of these people would get together and he's doing these meetings on how to do this and get the community fix and how to build a business. And inevitably, the conversation will shift to mate selection. And the fact that if you pick the wrong mate, it could really be disastrous towards your life. So when I wrote the Free Agent Lifestyle book, I got in a situation where I'm a statistic. I don't take it personally. Um, I'm divorced, but it is what it is. Um, the mate ended up being the wrong mate for me long term. In the short term, it was fine. And I was up uh, 20, 28 to 3 at one particular point looking like it was going to good, be good. But a couple of weeks of bad turmoil, I got a fly in the studio, a couple of weeks of bad turmoil turned the marriage upside down until it was un unrecoverable. And once it's unrecoverable, then you you lose everything. Doesn't matter how much time you've been together. Doesn't matter the memories. Doesn't matter any of those things. All that matters is your life is going to change significantly and drastically. So much so that many people sometimes are forced to delete their mate. I mean, listen, it has happened. It's not something that I suggest, but it's something that happens. People delete their long-term mates. It happens more than you would actually know or accept. Because when it happens, people just sweep it under the rug, unless it's O.J. Simpson or something like that. But O.J. Simpson is an example of the wrong mate. Either she picked the wrong mate or he picked the wrong mate, and it severely changed the course of his life. Some people divorce their mate. Some people poison their mate. Some people uh, do dangerous things, do uh, disastrous things for them in the legal system. Okay, they carry on their legal fight for 15 years or they put themselves in a situation where they pray mantis their mate. All right, they marry the mate within a year of having the kids. They're already gone. Somebody leave it. And now the kids got to grow up living in pack backpacks or right, a fighting through the family court and the child support court for for more than almost two decades. All their teenage lives. I mean, seriously, all their childhood life. So. People do this all the time, sweep it up under the rug, and they don't know the lifelong consequences towards men. And the reason why I'm here is to warn men of what you're going to deal with if you pick the wrong mate. Now, I know what you're going to say. The hope strategists are going to say, well, I'll just pick the right mate. Oh, I'm sorry, gentlemen. See, the problem is the right mate at that time can also be the wrong mate going forward. And the only way you make it work is you pull a Denzel Washington and just go ahead and tuck your tail. Hey, 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 Denzel. And that's the only way you make it work. You make the ultimate compromise. Because, guys, women change. And um, we're not talking about women in a negative way. Let me go ahead and put up the disclaimer. I'm telling you something that's absolutely true. Your woman is going to change, okay? I want to warn you. I know she's your ride or die right now, but she's going to change. And sometimes you might change significantly and she might stay stunted in some sort of suspended reality, all right? Or some sort, some sort of uh, arrested development, meaning she remains 24, but now you're 48. And it was cute when you were 24 and she was 24, but now you're 48 and she's still 24. Okay, now that's going to be a problem for you. Okay, now she still look 24. That's going to be something different. You know what I mean? Yeah, she can look 24, but her mind might be stuck in 24. Or 
let's just say this. She's 24, and when she's 44, she's nowhere close to who she was at 24, which is the woman you married. Now, she's going to change in a lot of ways, and I know you're going to say not mine, but yes. I want you to find any woman in her mid-40s, okay? Go find any woman in her mid-40s, talk to her, ask her, can I see a picture of you at age 24? And then ask her, this person right here, would you trust your life with everything that young 24-year-old woman uh, knew at that particular time? Would you listen to life advice from that 24-year-old woman, okay? Do you believe that 24-year-old woman is the best version of you? I guarantee you she'll say no to all of those answers. I wouldn't even listen to that person. I hated that person. That person was a dumbass. She was young and dumb. Now, remember, that was the woman you married. And now now she's 44 and she's completely different. She's nowhere close to who that person is. Now, how is that going to affect you? Depends on what your maturity is or what your maturity does. So we're going to go over this story with Will Smith checking into rehab. This is a classic example. Um, I'm going to show you. First, I'm going to big up Will Smith, all right? I'm going to be one of the guys that's going to big him up because he needs a little bit of bigging up, but, you know, it's his own fault. But I'm going to show you what this guy's losing by picking the wrong mate, okay? We're going to show you what a guy has lost by simply selecting the wrong mate, plain and simple. Okay, let me do the super chats. Shout out to Brian Horsley over on the Cash App. Tapping in on a Friday. He must have just got paid Friday night. Uh, Brian Horsley's over there. Shout out to you. He said, we need finals rematch. False alligators should have won. All right. False alligators should have won over the feminist. Boy, if you didn't see our tournaments, our tournaments were great. Which men and women ruined the dating marketplace? And you thought the false alligators, me too, should have got it. I ain't mad at you. Shout out to XL Pro Services, also on the Cash App. And he says, uh, most women, short-term, not long-term. Okay, and I think that's the truth. We don't know. I think uh, somebody studied anthropology, you know, one of those studies. And they said most most people didn't stay together for a long time. Matter of fact, lifespans were short to begin with. So the idea of forever was not until you're 90 years old. You know what I mean? That, That wasn't a reality for most people. Most people's forever was 30. 40, 50, some men didn't even live and hit the age of 18, okay? Your life, you were going to die at 35, and um, that was just your health. I mean, God forbid somebody came in and conquered you. Somebody came in and uh, ravaged you. A saber-toothed tiger got loose and chewed up everybody's ass. Pause. I mean, you know, most people can live to 50. I remember when I was growing up, when I was growing up, I um I remember that um people were old as hell at 50. <laughs> Who remembers the 1980s and the 1970s? People at 50 looked like grannies. Maybe it was me, but I thought like especially especially in the south, these people done lost their teeth. They would they had the little curl up uh uh do where they stuck their neck under the dryer and they wore curlers and rollers. Dudes was on canes at 50, mid-50s, they was effed up. <laughs> I was like, who remember that, bro? People looked old as hell back in the day. They you know why? You know why? Because they don't have the miracle, they didn't have the miracles of modern science back then. 
they also didn't have the uh, the idea that you worked out. Back then in the 80s, although you did have Lou Ferrigno and Arnold Schwarzenegger and Hulk Hogan and you had the big people with the muscles, most dudes were scrawny as hell. Most dudes were scrawny. There wasn't dudes running around here with big old pecs, arms, and six-packs. Like the average dudes walking around here looking in shape, and they'll be 45, in shape. Okay? But most dudes back in the day, push-ups. These dudes used to look around bird-chested, scrawny, and be walking down the street looking all lanky. <laughs> right? Back then, people smoked. See, now we don't smoke anymore. We, you know, I mean, I'm sure we do drugs. but um. I mean, people didn't live good quality lives and they didn't have hair dye that you could just buy, you know, at the at the store like that. You know, you didn't have a budget for stuff like that. So people let their gray come in. By the time they hit 50, women and men full on gray. You know, there wasn't no damn just for men that you had to put in there. You put that conk in there and burn your damn beard off. Okay. So it, it was, it's a different time. So people really looked older. I don't know. You young people don't realize that. I know I look old as hell. Y'all be like, coach look 90. All right, come on, man. <laughs> but yeah, people used to drink and, and smoke. Who remembers? And this is a podcast, so don't ask me to get to the show. Who remembers going to restaurants and they would say smoking or non-smoking section? Who remembers that? Who's old enough to remember the smoking and non-smoking section of a restaurant? Now, I don't want to let you guys know the restaurants indoors, right? So here's the smoking section like this. You would be eating your pancakes at IHOP as a kid, just inhaling smoke fumes, all right? And around the corner was the non-smoking section. That was, I remember, you remember that boy? I mean, some people still live in areas where they still do that, right? But in California, we started that, we got away with that in the 90s. Okay, the smoking, yeah, the vending machines, boy, you was, as a kid, I remember going to visit my grandparents, and they smoked, and they drove a nice Cadillac. Uh, I, they picked me up from the airport. I got in that car, and they both were smoking like chimneys, bro. And with the with the windows rolled up, and the air conditioning blowing. I was like, shit. <laughs> I think I was like 18 or 19, and they picked me up smoking their ass off with the windows rolled up and the AC blowing. I got out. I smelled like an ashtray. I was like, what the fuck? I didn't know what to do. I was like, um, I don't even know. What do I tell you to do? Roll the window down or stop smoking? What the hell is going on? Man. It, that was some time, man. So this is why we're telling you today we've been so health conscious that we don't look as old as we do. And a lot of people are dying their beers. I know y'all ain't talking about my grades in here. When the, remember women couldn't go to the hair salon during COVID for the first two months? They start, they age 10 years. They age 10 years in two months. They start getting on Facebook. Let my grade come in. Like you're like, whoa, no Botox, no uh, dye jobs, no cut and color. Your face all droopy and saggy. What happened? All right. Anyway, let's go ahead uh, and get to the Super Chats. All right. I know I'll get to them. I'll get to them. Who do you got in here? Over here. All right, Bramble Bush. I believe Will is married to a full-on succubus, which to lure, oh, wait, which to lure are known, which to lure are known to destroy men mentally and physically. Coach, have you ever dated one? I have 
probably see, I don't know to Jada's level because I didn't stick around long enough, but these succubuses, they, they do, or succubies do drain you mentally. So I've been around women that drain me mentally and physically. And although there was sex on the table, I always, uh, I always thought that my experience with them wasn't worth the sex. So put it like that. I was like, man, why am I not enjoying this? Why am I so drained? Okay. The, one of the last, uh, nah, that's not true. But one of the, what, when I lived in Louisiana, I dated this young black woman, very athletic. She was, she was a college student and, um, but she was used to toxic relationships. She, she argues all the time. And every time you with her, it's a, it's a, it's a disagreement festival. Right. And everything was a disagreement. And I was like, damn, like, why do we have to go through this every time? Why do we have to go through this every time? But then it always ended in sex, right? So it wasn't like she was disagreeing and going to hold out. I think she was working her way up to, to you know, get her energies up for the bedroom. But it wasn't worth it to me. I was like, yeah, man, even though she was attractive, pretty, um, it was good in the bedroom. I always felt drained afterwards. And I always... I never looked forward to her being around, even though. There was, so I was kind of like, you know, that was a succubi. She's a succubi for real. Um, she ended up she ended up getting after me after I broke off with her. She ended up getting um, knocked up by a major league baseball player. That was her next step. And uh, she she ended up being a single mother for a long time. But she. um eventually did find a gump to marry her right around when she turned like she was pushing 38 and the daughter was probably about teenager. Like, yeah, she was close to, you know, I used to follow her on Facebook. She found a gump to marry her. And he was a big old fat Ruben stutter looking gump. Gotta get my bag and run. <laughs> it was like, it was like the perfect gump. You know what I mean? I was like, cause she's still attractive looking. You know what I mean? She still had a, had her thing going on. Although she was a little bit older, I had her when she was young, bro. I had her when she was like 21, 20, all right? Uh, by 38 or whatnot, uh, you know, I'm looking at her like, dang, this the gump you got? Bruh. She finally got married. Sister finally got married about 30, 36 to a Ruben Stutter looking gump. He was like, uh, I make you feel beautiful. Make you feel beautiful, girl. That's all I want to do. Shout out to Ruben Stutter. <laughs> she was a volleyball and track star too, man. Somebody might know her. Uh, Avid Hikers in the building. Appreciate you for being here again and again. August Alcina's in the building too. He says, praying for you, Will. I bet you are. You can't wait. You can't wait to go ahead and see Will check into the, uh, to the rehab so you can go in there and smash your girl. Leaf is in the building. Thank you, sir. Omar Ramo, Omar Ramo, good day from Australia, mate. Good day, mate. Good day, mate. All right, I got to get out to Australia, mate. But y'all still on lockdown. Hell no. Setsana mm. says hope strategy definitely doesn't work the same. All right, we have a lot of hope strategists out here. Um, and uh, despite the fact that uh, today's marketplace is an absolute dumpster fire in the disaster, there's dudes still that want to be married. And God bless you guys. God bless you guys. Go on and roll the dice. That's all I can tell you, me, because there's nothing that's going to affect it and say, you know, I can tell you anything you want and you're just going to say, well, it won't happen to me. I hope it won't happen to me. 
Shout out to Sam Fisher, morning coach, TGIF. I would love to see a track day vlog with the 9-11. Man, I'm ready to get my vlog on. I'm ready, man. I'm ready. You see me active on my other channels, all right? I'm active on my other channels because I'm I'm like, all right, it's go time. I got so much going on, and, um, you know, my kids are getting busy and busy uh, when I have them. And, you know, these 304s, they don't take no breaks. <laughs> so, uh, but no, man, my vlog channels, man, and uh, my vlog channels getting active. It's almost monetized, by the way. All right, that's another motivator. Uh, so my vlog channels here. Uh, and, uh, actually you guys know, I got eight channels. I've actually had 10 channels here on YouTube. No, maybe more than that. All right. So here's my vlog channel. It's almost monetized. I think the next video I post, give or take a couple of hundred views might get monetization. Uh, coach Greg Adams. Hey, we hit 193. Yo. Hey, look at coach Greg Adams channel. We hit 193,000 subscribers. I don't know if you know, we've been stuck between 192 and 191 for about a year. Hold up. <laughs> for about a year, bro. I mean, we was going to hit 200K about a year ago. Remember that? Oh, we almost had 200K. And then they demonetized me. <laughs> and then it went backwards. Did I stop posting? Bruh. And then the Ask Coach Greg Adams channel, we do a live on Sundays over there. You guys going to see some videos over there. There's the shorts channel right here. Eh, I don't want to put shorts on the other channels because I don't like the way it does it. The Quick Hits channel is about to hit 10K. The Quick Hits channel, shout out to Avi, who's my at editor over there on the Quick Hits channel. Uh, the Quick Hits channel is over there. Brett, Brett does my shorts channel. Avi does my Quick Hits channel. My sports channel, I got a good idea. I'm going to start doing some documentary type sports stuff instead of the uh current events because current events don't do well for playback the cga got game i just started posting um uh shoe reviews over there cga got game and i do my gaming videos over there all right and then adam's fit system it's been dormant for like five years all right but i'm i might do some fitness short videos over there nothing long no big videos so if you guys want to see what's going on man in my life take a look at subscribe to all these channels over here man i got a lot going on and I got a regular life. And I got a job. All right. Be like, man, this your job? Yeah, this is one of my jobs. I got like 50 jobs. Just so you know, and I'm very ambitious. Man, look, I'm put here to work, man. I'm put, Hey, look, you want to pay your bills? You want to pay rent? Let's go ahead and play her, man. We here to work. Where we at? Let's work, bitch. You want to pay your bills? You want to pay rent? You want to get Starbucks? You better work, bitch. You want to get groceries? You want to feed your cats? You want to watch Netflix? You better work, bitch. You better work, bitch. Hey, man, y'all better get out here and work. Shit, I'm trying to pick up every nickel and dime. I'm out here. I'm going to be uh, squeegeeing windows in a minute. <laughs> right, so anyway, let's get to the show. Did I get everybody? I got Sam. Daniel McGee, Will needs to turn back into Michael into Mike Laurie. He says, keep up the good work, coach. Keep the info coming. You definitely woke me up with this. I got money. This is a new world out here. Let's get to the show. I know people are like, come on, man. We got to do this. Will Smith admitted to a luxury rehab clinic. Damn. After slizapping. Chris Rock. Yes, we are still talking about this because this story is not over and it ain't over by a long shot. I just want to let you know, 
This story has layers to it like an onion, and it will be the gift that keeps on giving for the, at least the next five to 10 years, okay? For the next the five to 10 years. I mean, this ain't even it. The slap was the earthquake. The rest will be an aftershock, okay? We were getting aftershock after aftershock after aftershock, and here's the deal. I need the women in the community to take a big, fat seat. And I want you to hold this L. I don't know if you remember, there were women in the community that praised Will Smith for doing what he did. Brothers. Now, we know this could be a diversion tactic, right, to show that he's going to get some help. But I said he was going to be in therapy. I said that after the slap video. I said he's going to get admitted to therapy. And the community is going to have to take an L. I said that back in the first video because they're going to have to take an L because it's going to be revealed that this man is sick. This man needs help. He has the wrong people around him for him to do something like that. He needs to get some help and get away from the situation he's in so he can look at it from the outside looking in instead of being on the inside. He's going to need to get help. And so he is going to check into a luxury Rehab, but it is for his is his chance to get away and realize what's uh what's happening here. Let me read portions of the article just so we can see what's going on here because today is Will Smith's D Day. I don't know if you guys know. This is his D Day. This is going to change the direction of his life because the the uh, Academy Awards. Where is it here? Uh, here it is, right here. The Academy uh is going to decide on sanctions against actor. Will Smith, and that's going to be today. And they pushed it up because the deadline there was there was a 15 day gap in which they had to wait uh, to to uh, make any decisions on any members of the academy. However, Will Smith resigned his position in the academy, and therefore they can speed up the sanctions and they can get moving forward. I don't think he's going to lose his Oscar though, as well as people here in the art article. But you never know. If he does lose his Oscar, I think they're torn. If he does lose that, that's going to be have a tremendous effect on him. But Communita, take this L. You had a productive male citizen that was doing what he did. And I'm going to go through all of his accolades just so you know how dumb a decision it was to defend a succubus. Okay? To defend his wife in a street manner for taking the streets onto, um, onto, uh, onto the stage in a main... In a, in a mainstream uh, event. Not only that, ICTI, the rapper, has done something similar, but someone was addressing him with some accusation that was public. But a lot of men are thinking that they can bring the streets uh, and that street reputation to get a little bit of street cred into the mainstream world. It don't work that way. The streets should always move in silence and violence, right? Don't you know bad boys move in silence and violence? Take it from your highness. Uh, shout out to uh, Biggie Smalls. The streets don't move on camera, bruh. Community, hold that L. There were people who celebrated this, and this man is sick. This man literally went from laughing to mad to enraged to crying in a matter of 35 minutes. For some reason, the community loves unstable men, unhinged men. Why do the women in the community and men themselves? I know why men do it, because they're gumps, all right? 
and they've been single mother raised for so long. But why do the women always want their man unhinged? And why do they want their men who have accomplished so much to give it up? Let's do this. I'm gonna before we get here, let's just do this. Let's take a look at this. I wanted to look this up because a lot of men don't have as much to lose as will, but they still lose whatever they have to protect their divine feminine. Many times this woman has caused all kind of cancer in her life. And there's like list of awards and nominations received by Will Smith. This isn't a regular Joe Blow. This guy has won several American music, American music awards for favorite soul rap artists for several different songs. This guy's worth, he's won several Grammy awards, Grammy award winner. He's also won several MTV video music awards four to be, wait, four, five, five to be specific. And these ones, uh, Soul Train, he didn't win, nominated, et cetera, et cetera. Now he translated that to film and television. This guy won, he was nominated for one, two, three, is it three? Three Academy Awards, which he won one. He just won one. He just won one. He was nominated three times. He won the, the Cesar Awards, not the Cesar Chavez Awards. He was honored. Critics' Choice Awards, won one. And this was his peak, by the way. As you can see, when he started winning, after all of these nominations, he was at his peak when he did the dumbest thing he ever did in his life. Here he is nominated here, nominated for Golden Globes. There he is. There goes another win. Once you start winning in life, guess what? The succubi brings you down. All right, here we go here. Uh, Screen Actors Guild, the SAG Awards. He was nominated three times. He won. Tony Awards, nominated. I mean, this is not an average Joe Blow. This is a very accomplished individual. And I'm saying this to let you know. He rolled the dice. He lost it all for his woman. He lost it all to say, keep my wife's name out your motherfucking mouth. Think about that. I want you to think about this, gentlemen. Let me go ahead and go full screen for you just to get their emotions to tie in. This gump risked it all for a woman who's competed in the salami packing contest right in front of his face with a with a mentally unstable, damn near minor. This is how, and he got praise from it, from the community. I'm going to tell you, I haven't accomplished that much in my life. Not even one iota of that. And I wouldn't risk any of this for the community, not even for a bologna sandwich at this particular point. If y'all had an Oscar Mayer bologna sandwich out here, I wouldn't risk, I wouldn't risk anything for the community. Not a damn thing. I wouldn't bust a grape in a fruit fight for the community. Damn near give this up. And that guys, it ain't even over yet. It ain't even over. You know what else he lost? Check this out. Netflix reportedly pauses, pause, Will Smith's action film after Oscar slap. Netflix has reportedly pumped the brakes on Will Smith's feature film, Fast and Loose. Wow. He lost out on another opportunity. Uh-oh. Bad Boys 4 reportedly paused following Will Smith's Oscar slap incident. Oh, shit. 
Apple pulls bid on Will Smith's biopic following Oscar slap. Where's the, where's the, it's fake guys. And not only that, Willow Smith, his daughter's out here writing letters to Tupac when she was young. Guys, guys, I'm going to tell you. There'll be a time where your wife will be your biggest obstacle. Not only that, she will turn your kids against you. Dear Tupac. I know you're still, hold on for a second. Dear Tupac, I know you are alive someplace, somewhere. I think that my mommy really misses you. And he misses that salami. Can you please come back? Don't leave me, leave me, leave me. Don't go, don't go. Don't leave me, leave me, leave me. I love you so. Can you come back so my mommy can be happy? I'm not happy. <laughs> I wish you were here. I wish you were here today. I really, really do. I really do. Love, Willow. Wow. Jeez. Willow Shakur, she do look like Tupac, don't she? She look like, like Pac on the uh, All Eyes on Me album. She got that All Eyes on Me energy. Okay. So this is what men put on the line to deal with a woman in his life. And this is why I tell you, you must honor the, what I call, hey, wait a minute, where did it go? Hey, over here, get it up here. You must honor what I call the iceberg theory or the iceberg principle in mate selection. All right, here we go right here. This is our lesson for the day, and we'll do some super chats. This is the iceberg principle, gentlemen, of mate selection. Now, I know you know how to pick them. You know how to pick them better than me. This is how you do it, and this is something that I created. So if you see any, any other copyright, uh, sorry, any other content creators say they created it, they got it from me. They lying. See, this is what happens. As you can see here, uh, let me go ahead and get my pointer out. Uh, this is simple. This is men, and this is a man in the ocean, in the deep blue sea. And this is him with his rod. His rod is uh, kind of, this symbolizes his salami. All right, so he's going to throw his salami out there. Cold approachers do this to 100 women a day. Now, on this area here, you see this? This is pre. What does pre mean? This is pre-nut. This is before you bust a nut. And post is after you bust a nut. All right, so this is what this map symbolizes. Ladies, pay attention. Because I often tell ladies who want advice from me, whatever you hear from a man before he ejaculates is a lie. What he, how he treats you and what he says after he ejaculates is actually the real man. And that's, the, that's the realest version of the man. And not only that, he sees you in an entirely different light. Okay? What he sees you in when he does not bust a nut is basically this is all he sees right here. This is it. The Super Chats aren't showing up. Who said they, they having problems with Super Chats? 
All right, I'm not sure. You know how they try to do me on YouTube. You know how they try to do me. So before he busts, this is all he sees. But after he busts, he starts looking at you a little bit more critically. So this is your lesson for ladies, for the ladies. Now, for men, men who don't honor this pre and post position, you often look at women from this point of view only. And then you take on and commit to a woman. And then you find this out later. All right. You found all of this out later. Now, what is this? These are. The um, these are the things that will cause you harm if you pick women that have bad representations of any of these things. Okay, because the sex can be good. She can be attractive, attractive enough, and her age could be right. All right. Or some of you guys, the age is absolutely wrong for you. But you go ahead and you throw your rod in the ocean anyway. And these characteristics start uh, showing up that you then start saying, hey, coach, what about if a woman does this? What about this? What about that? And they start to affect your life and stress you the hell out. And then you end up defending this woman and she's out here going to cause you to sink the Titanic. Okay. So here you go right here. What characteristics start showing up after you bust the nut? You start looking and seeing that she's marriageable. Oh, man, this girl ain't no wife and material. She let me slide all up in them uh, in that peace leave very early. Now you're determining that after you bust it, right? Okay, then you want to judge her and call all, call her all kind of names. All right, she a hoe, she a slut. Come on, man. She can't be all of that. You hit it. Okay, then you start talking about her physical. You know, you got to think about her physical health. Oh, she a busted Pillsbury biscuit can. You fat and you out of shape. Your titty saggy and got stretch marks on it. Well, you hit it, though. Pre-nut, you didn't mind. Post-nut, now you got some problems here. But what if she don't take care of her health? What if she's a skis? What if she's a drug addict? What if she's crazy? All right. What if she's, you know, that's going to be a problem for you. What about her emotional age? Guys, I don't know if you know, there's chronological age, actual age, there's chronological age, emotional age, and there's another age that you need to determine. Not everybody has the same age. Like you can be a certain age, right? You could be 26, but your emotional age could be 12. And there's another age here that I can't um, remember. Uh, there's another age. There's three age categories. So a person could be 26 and act 12. A person could be 26 and act 36. So you guys got to know age is only a determining of how many calendar days they've been on this uh, earth. Okay. So now um, a, a woman could be 44 and act 20. All right. I mean, act stupid like she's 20. And a woman could be 26 and act like she's 41 in a good way. Mental age. Thank you, sir. Mental age, mental, emotional. Well, I think that's emotional. But anyway, I think it's mental, emotional and chronological. These are all different ages. Uh, fiscal awareness. Does she is she a spendthrift? Is she thrifty? Is she um, is she frugal? Is she cheap? Is she financially reckless? This is all going to be a problem. Character. Does she have good character? Would you take her out and represent your last name? OK, you probably won't. Student loan debt. That's a big one in America. Um, is she controlling? Yes, that's going to be a yes. How many sexual partners does she have? That's important. And you're going to ask her about that after you bust down her gullet. And then she's going to say, yeah, I've been in these streets. And guess what? You're going to be find out that, oh, she a hoe. You're going to call her a name, right? Or if she hasn't had that many sexual partners. That's going to impact you too. Because some women use sex to leverage things. And some women use sex for entertainment. And some women use sex uh, because they like it. 
right? Not a lot of women are as sexual as they, they, they would make themselves believe. And some women are overly sexual. Now, that doesn't mean they're better women or worse women. You got to determine that because if someone says, if a woman says, I like to have sex a lot. Now, you're going to be like, fantastic. Biological age, I think that is. Yeah, I think that's. So you're going to say, that's fantastic. She likes sex. And she says, my girlfriend says, she likes to have sex a lot. Now, you're going to move in with her. And a lot to her is two times a week. And she believes that's a lot. Because in her world, when she's outside of a commitment, she doesn't have sex at all. But when she's in a commitment, two times a week, that's enough. Okay? And you're going to be like, hold up. I thought you said, yeah, I like to have sex a lot. Well, two times a week is a lot to me. That's eight times a month. Sounds good to me. <laughs> all right. What about her education? And graduated from college with my bachelor's at 20 with a degree in communication sciences with an emphasis in speech and language pathology. Yeah. Sometimes they're overly educated and they think they're smart. That's not true. And sometimes they're undereducated and they think they're dumb. That's not true either. You got to find out what that balance is. History of abuse. That's a huge one, guys. They self-abuse themselves. Yes, they self-abuse themselves. They do drug abuse. We'll get to that. Uh, they have been abused by other partners. Many women willingly admit this as a, as a means to introduce the damsel in distress. They'll say, my last relationship was domestically uh, violent. This is when you say, who was the violator? All right, expectations. Does she have expectations to plug you in? What are her expectations for you? What are your expectations for her? If you put expectations on her, how is she going to react to that? Many women do not act well in the modern times when you put expectations on them, but they will put hundreds of expectations on you. That's going to be important. Okay, what about this right here? This is, is she nurturing? Modern women aren't very nurturing at all. They they actually look at that as a weakness. Uh, many of them look at that as a weakness, not all. And uh, this will be a problem for you. Uh, what about um, decision-making? Oh, God. Decision-making. Gentlemen, most people that I call ham and eggers and knuckle draggers cannot make a decision to save their life. Now, what they're good at is saying what they would do in the situation after decision-making time has happened. So I call it the moment of truth. When the moment of truth arrives in most people's lives, they can't make a decision. They'll hem and haw, they'll pause, they'll delay making a decision, they'll put it off on others, they'll require a meeting, they'll labor on it, and then by that time, it's over. By that time, they've missed the window. The moment of truth has arrived and they sat on their ass. Now, if women do this in your life too many damn times, it's going to tear you down because I'm on the move. Okay. For me, gentlemen, I'm like this. I'm like this. I'm on the go, 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 go. But sometimes women, because they want to collaborate and be social, they won't make a decision, but they'll talk shit when the decision-making time has passed. Oh, what I would have done, let's say I make a decision. Well, I ain't afraid to make a decision. Hey, I decide this. Well, I would have done this. And why did you decide that? But when the decision-making time was right there and the horizon, the moment of truth was right there, she was like this. Well, what do you think? And what should we do? She was out there. She didn't make no damn decision. And this isn't just women. This is men. And I think it's a weakness in most people's position when you can't make a decision in life because you're fearing failure. You feel the, you feel the results and the consequences. And most people talk shit about decision makers and they afraid to make decisions. If you, if you select a mate 
that is laboring over decisions and can't make a decision, it's going to F you up. I'm going to let you know this right now. I put this at a high level of importance. You're going to, it's going to mess you up. You understand what I'm saying? If they cannot make decisions and they're indecisive, you better run. Get away from these people, bro. They're going to F you up. And matter of fact, they'll make you not make decisions in your life because they're scared. Well, I don't want you to do it because, no, man, get away from these people. What about uh, ethnicity and culture? This is important. Ethnicity and culture, even if they are so-called your same ethnicity and culture. Don't bank on that, guys. I think uh, people are very tribal, but we use race to lump everybody together, but we, we um, don't take in consideration tribe. Okay, because there's several tribes of Europe. There's several tribes of what they call Africa. There's thousands of tribes of people. There's thousands of tribes of what we call Native Americans. But what we do in America is say white, black. No, 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 no. White, black, Latino, Asian. But even Latinos, I mean, you can admit this if you just take this because you're like, no, 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 no. But Latinos are all different. You got Puerto Ricans. Puerto Ricans are oh, here. They gusta. They gusta hamburguesa. Oh, Tegusta Hamburguesa over here. All right. You got like, you got the Puerto Ricans, Dominicans, Mexicans, Hondurans, Guatemalans. Uh, you got Cubans. So then when you come to America, you just got black people. No, 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 no. We got tribes. So a black person from the South and a black person in the West Coast are two different types of people. We're two different tribes of people. And if you just say, oh, we're black, we're together. No. You're different. <laughs> You're different on a lot of levels, and it's going to clash. You're going to have a culture clash. You're going to have a culture clash. Southern Blacks and West Coast Blacks is going to be a culture clash. You understand what I'm saying? So you got to take into consideration. You can't just throw it in there and say, we're obviously going to get along because we look together. No. Not a, not, there's no way in hell. You can go from state to state and all the tribes of every ethnicity will be distinctly different. A white person from Alabama and a white person from Washington state is going to be a different type of white folk. All right. It's going to be severely. And if you go to the Midwest, they're all diced up in little neighborhoods, the Russian neighborhood, the Polish neighborhood, the Jewish neighborhood over here. They all diced up already. So these are going to be different types. The Greeks are over here. So. People are different. Culture and all of that makes a difference. Uh, let's see here. Uh, where we got here? Intelligence. Intelligence. Somebody said, <laughs> I was going to repeat it. He says, they back. Black, I'm Israelite. I hear you, bro. And I'm with you on it. And if that's how you identify and that's what your lineage is, I'm with you, bro. All right, shout out to, uh, yeah, Intelligence. A lot of people can be smart or are they intelligent? Are they intelligent? Intelligent people don't require degrees to tell them they're smart. I graduated from college with my bachelor's at 20 with a degree in communication sciences with an emphasis in speech and language. Pathology. I know some people with a degree that can't fight themselves out of a paper bag and they can't make a decision to save their lives. And I know people without degrees that are the opposite. And I know people that are the opposite of what I just said and vice versa. So are you intelligent? Smart, educated, and intelligent are three different things. Okay, you can have a dumbass that has more degrees than a thermometer. Um, emotional stability, boy, that's a big one. 
emotional stability. Guys, not a lot of people are emotionally stable. Okay. Again, Will Smith is an example of this. He's successful, but his, his emotional stability has always been questioned. All right. And then when it comes to women, we already know, I give you the data statistically they're, um, they're on head meds 25%. And there's some, some women that don't have, um, that never get checked out. And then they have history of drug abuse, alcohol, some sort of physical or sexual abuse. That's going to throw you off and you're inheriting this. You're inheriting this consumer debt. We talked about that. That's going to be important. Sexual ability, sexual ability, bro. Sexual ability. Let me tell you something. Most, most people suck in bed, right? But when it comes to women, they don't, they're not very good in bed and they, I don't know what they be doing. They be, I don't know what they be doing. I don't know what they're watching, but for some reason, they be watching prom and they be coming in there trying to do stuff on you. You like, what the hell is this? And just go lie down on your back. Lay there like a Carl Jr. star and let me hold you up. 90% of what's going on in bed is what you're doing to her. Then they come in there trying to do stuff they didn't seen on TV. You're like, yo, wait a minute, you've been watching prom. Are you enjoying this, ma'am? And don't let her be thick-thighed. She want to jump all up on you and bounce all up on you like a pogo stick, and you're like, baby, the equipment don't work like this, okay? You over the weight limit. You either on your knees and elbows or on your back or your side. You're not mounting me, okay? Let me ride it, daddy. Whoa, whoa, Nelly, all right? <laughs> this has a height and a weight limit in this mug. All right, so anyway, sexual ability. Sexual ability, that's a big one. Uh, feminist ideals. Hey, guys, uh, take notes on this one. There's a lot of undercover feminists. There's a lot of people who are uh, feminists and they don't know it. They're not aware. What they're doing is taking advantage of the good things of feminism. They're cherry picking, just like they cherry pick the stuff about relationships and dating. I want to do this and I don't want to do that. With feminism, they cherry pick, but cherry pickers are bad. People who who straddle the fence are bad. And so they're going to be have feminist ideals that they're not going to make a, make you aware of until it's too late, right? You done busted your nut, you lay in there, and then all of a sudden, she becomes a feminist, right? And you're like, whoa, hold, hold on, lady. Okay, feminism is cancer. It's been detrimental to society for a long time. It has been the, de the, the degradation of our society, uh, for better or for worse. And I'm going to tell you, feminism has saved men. It has freed men. So I actually don't mind feminism because... I'm on the dark side already. I don't give a damn. I'm on the dark side. So in terms of my position in, in the world, feminism works in my favor. All right. Thank you very much, ladies. But if you are a traditional guy and you want to pass on your legacy, feminism don't work for you. Uh, last couple of things here. Femininity. Femininity. I don't know if you guys know, but opposites attract. And typically, if you're a stronger-minded male, you cannot take a competitor on. You mean meaning you can't take someone who is strong-minded themselves. That don't match. That don't match. And typically, somebody might be uh, like you, and they might say, "Well, I have a degree and I have a job, and uh, we're the same age." Well, that's that's nice, but uh, I don't need another me, baby. There can only be one me. There can only be one big dog, baby. You can't be the big dog. There's only one big dog in the house. Woo! There's only one big dog, and that's it. We don't need two big dogs in the house. So what I need your ass to do is go over here and do this, 
All right, now, so most women, when they hear that, they out. And what you should do, you should say, okay, sayonara. Peace, see you later, 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 alligator. All right, bye-bye. But what you guys do is try to hold on. Oh, baby, don't leave. Don't leave. I know you want to leave me, but I refuse to let you go. If I have to beg and simp for your sympathy, it don't mind because you mean that much to me. Ain't you brought to simp? And I know you got it. Yeah. Please don't believe me, baby, baby. Because y'all simps. Y'all don't do any of this critical mate selection thing. And guys, trust me, I know. I've done it before too. But now I put big old brakes on people and I really vet them out. What are the relationship with their parents? This is going to be important, good or bad, for better or for worse, for bitter or sweet. Here's the deal. If they are from a broken home, don't do it. If they've been groomed and trained by a feminist mother, a.k.a. how Jada has been groomed, don't do it. All right. I mean, it, look, if their mother is um, Angela Davis, <laughs> right, run. Go see her moms, bro. Go see her moms. Is she in there baking and cooking apple pie and talk about these ain't white only pies? They Negro pies? Stay. Say, pull up a seat. You be like, oh boy, you got some Negro pies up in here. Shout out to mama. But if she's sitting up in there talking about, nah, huh, you ain't got to do that. Why you fixing him a plate? I ain't fixed my man a plate in years. All right. If she said that, run. Broken home relationships and marriages are disastrous statistically. Statistically. Shout out to toxic femininity. That's the last one. Are they toxically feminine or feminist? All right, to the point it's going to cause you problems. These are all the things that men need to consider in mate selection. Not sex, not age, not chronological age. This is the PUA formula of success and failure, by the way. This is all they tell you. They never educate men further than that. Now, you guys think it's over. But I'm going to add the dangers of dealing with said woman, even if she has one, two, three, maybe 15 of these problems. Here's the dangers over here. You think this is dangerous. This is the ice you can't see. This is the tip of the iceberg. But lurking over here is going to be, let me see if I have a good sound effect right here. I don't. Lurking over here. I am a nasty woman. And do me a favor. 27,000 people are watching this. Do me a favor. Hit the like button. Because I'm giving y'all critical, critical information. Look at what happens when you interact with one. Look what happens over here. Look over here. Doo -doo -doo -doo. Baby shark. Baby shark is here. Not only do you have to deal with Jada over here, now you got to deal with the shark. No, it's thousand. It's thousand. In my brain, it's thousand. Now, the first people you have to deal with when you get in the commitment, it's going to be society. And who are these people? Mm-hmm. Yeah. The court of public opinion. The court of public opinion, guys. These are the people that tell you what you can and cannot do just because you associated with this person. These are the knuckle draggers, the ham and eggers that give you the fine print of relationships and commitment. Oh, you can't do that no more. You have a girlfriend. You can't do that no more. You have a wife. They basically put you in a prison. 
Now, should you step outside of that prison, guess what they're going to do? They're going to slap your hand. They're going to slap your hand, and the woman gets to say, <laughs> she gets to go on Facebook, <laughs> he don't give me no child support. He and dad be daddy. He whipped me into the ropes, and then he hit me with the Tina Santana flying elbow, flying burrito, and then he pinned me one, two, three, and he wore the championship belt. Society you have to answer to. Are you taking care of that woman? Are you taking care of that kids? You better be a man. You better man up. You better do this. You better do that. Now, you didn't even agree to any of these rules, by the way. These are rules that were already implanted into the commitment. And you're like, can I make my own rules? They'd be like, nope. Hmm. So I got to go by your, your rules, right? Damn. So society is a bitch when it comes to man. And look at what Will Smith is dealing with. He's collapsing despite the fact that he had all of these accolades because he picked a mate. And then he ended up picking the wrong one. Who else do you have to deal with in this shark? The baby shark. Government. See, the government owns women today. The government owns women today. All right, as you see here, they love the government. They love the government. They always run into the government. Give us our protective rights for early termination. Give us our protective rights for divorce. Give us our rights for mental health. Give us our rights for uh, child support. Give it. I mean, it doesn't end. They always run into the government. That's their daddy. So much so, should you want to marry one of them, you have to buy her from the government. You have to go to the government and ask for a what? Permission, permission slip. Can I take your daughter? Now, most women won't let you because you can literally do this without the government. But most women be like, nah, you got to ask my daddy. Do the right thing. You go to my daddy. You introduce yourself. You put your name, address, and social security number on a piece of paper. And you ask my daddy's permission for my hand in marriage. See, you used to have to ask a real father, a biological father. No longer. You got to go ask her daddy government. And the government will start giving you tax breaks and incentives for uh, taking the taking this woman off of the government's dole. So the government has to support her in the event that you don't. And then when you agree to support her, should she, should she uh, divorce you and take you to the family court building and drop you off and collect cash and prizes at the pay window? Guess what? You now have to keep supporting her because you broke off the original agreement. Now, her real daddy, gone, gone. Now, what else do you have to deal with in this shark here? STDs. Guys, I told you about the charts about STDs. Pro-blacks went nuts. Pro-blacks went crazy. This ain't true. This is the white man's statistics. <laughs> but the statistics aren't good in the community talk. And even worldwide, they're not good. Okay. Don't think that girl with the cardigan sweater at the bookstore ain't got the itchy scratchy between her legs because they do. All right. Not all of them, but enough of them do to make sure you know to protect them, protect yourself or your salami will come out looking like Almond Joy on a bad day or mounds. So you got to make sure before you throw your salami out here in that pool that a lot of women today, they there's no virgins, guys. So they all had that body tested. They've all had that body tested. So you guys got to watch out. Uh, pregnancy, boy, that's a whole thing in itself. We could have a whole show on that. You throw your salami out here. You impregnate her, then you find out what she cray cray. She is spendthrift. She got student loan debt. All the stuff that you complain about modern women, you find out after you impregnate her. Oh boy. Yeah, good luck with that, guys. See, what I try to get men to understand is 
once you make this commitments, meaning marriage, dating, uh, relationships, and pregnancy, these are lifelong commitments. They have lifelong consequences attached to them. If you impregnate a woman, she's yours forever. As long as your kids are alive, she's yours forever. And Will Smith is experiencing this. You can't leave. You can't up and leave. You can't move on a whim. You can't just say, you support them this year and I'll support them next year. You can't say, I'll take the kids and you be without the kids. You can't let her take the kids 100% of the time and you do zero because you're going to hit child support. She yours forever. People say 18 years. No, forever. And not only that, your ass didn't get no DNA tests either. And now your ass supporting kids that ain't yours. 10% of kids are that are born in America today, almost 11% are uh, fake paternity, false paternity cases, which is not illegal, by the way, because the government protects her daughter their daughter. You would think paternity fraud would be illegal, but it's absolutely not. Again, what men do to manipulate women oftentimes are illegal. When women manipulate men, they are not illegal. So paternity fraud by on its face value is not illegal. So you have a nine, you have a 10%, 20% chance that the kid is not yours, but she will claim it's yours. And even in that case, you still got to pay if that kid considers you the father or if the government considers you the father. Or if the mom considers you the father and you never got no DNA test after two years. What a crazy game. But I'm giving you game here. I'm giving you more game than you will get from any PUA, fake Mac Daddy, or anybody else. They ain't going to tell you any of this. Because what they'll say is, well, just wrap it up. That ain't no, that's not a, that's not game. That's not information. Many of them ended up with busted Pillsbury biscuit cans in the end anyway. So much for game. Okay, last one is marriage. Marriage, married, 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 married. All right. Um, many of you guys will get into marriages because she loves you right now. Because she'll never do it anything like that to you right now. See, anything that a woman says, always add right now to everything she says. I love you right now. I would never take my, our kids from you. I would never do that to you right now. I would never cheat on you right now. Okay, anything she says, I would never steal money from you right now. All right, everything just add three dots right now because they always have the ability to change their mind. You, sir, you don't. So if they, in the event that they change their mind, and listen, you can argue with me. Men change their mind too. No, they can't. They, they'll go to jail for changing their mind, okay? Um, if, 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 if you do marry them and she changes her mind, she can divorce you. Well, I did love you, but I don't love you right now. I'm not happy in this relationship. I'm not happy. Wait a minute. Let's do it again. I'm not happy. And then... Your condition, your your unconditional love is now has conditions that you have to uh, adhere to. So let's do the super chats. Thank you for the support. We'll come back and talk about Will Smith. But I had to let you guys know and set the groundwork. This is the framework right here. This is the foundation. This right here is the foundation. The iceberg theory, the iceberg principle of mate selection is real out here. And if you think this is dangerous, you're like, this is too much. All right, don't choose a mate. If you think that... Um, I'll roll the dice. Go ahead. All right. One of these things you're going to find out to be true. 
You're going to find out to be true and it's going to be problematic for you. And for the ladies who are watching me, hey, ladies, hit the like button, ladies, and do me a favor. If you don't hit the like button, you got to send me three feet pictures on Instagram by the end of the day. All right. And I will find them. And if your feet, if you, if they're too, you know, you got them little stubby ass toes, don't send them. All right. I like them a little bit slender. Uh, if you got flat feet, I don't want to see them. All right. Don't send me no flat feet foot pictures. If your feet dirty at the bottom, I don't want to see it. Like, you know what I mean? You got a high arch, but your the bottom of your heel and the feet pads right here, the foot pads, they all dirty. Please don't send them. All right. Don't send them feet pictures, right? This is a mandatory thing. All right. If they smelling like corn nuts, do not send those either. All right. I like a pretty slender, you know what I mean? Longer toes. You know what I mean? If your, if your toe is leaning in your big toe like this and there's a big ass bunion on the side, don't send those. If your long toe is longer than your big toe, and then the middle toe leaning over on your big, your second toe like that. Don't send those. You got crusty heels. Don't send those. Go ahead and shine that off. Put some damn baby oil, some cocoa butter on them damn things. Get them damn things ready to go. Wash them feet up. And then you can go on and send them over to the coach. All right. You got my Instagram down there, Coach Greg Adams TV. All right. Go on to send them feet pictures to the coach. You know what to do around here. All right. You know what to do around here. Until then. Let's go ahead and uh, get to these super chats out here. Before you get married, coach, check this out right here. All right. Do not end up like this dude right here. Look at this gump. All right. Look at her. How she laughing. Boy, hey, gentlemen, look how they do you. Gentlemen, you see this? You see this, brothers? Look. She laughing. At, look how she. Ooh. <laughs> got him. Got this goofy, goofy gump. Sign your name on the dotted line. The lights went out and Nikki started to grind. <laughs> Look at that boy back secured up in this book. Look at this right here. Uh, -huh. Gump going inside your name. She looking at her relative. She like, I got this stupid Gump. I love him right now. <laughs> All right. Oh, man. Got him. Look at this. Sign your life away. Uh-huh. Mm -hmm. She biting her lip. Look at that. She like, goodness, stupid Gump. <laughs> All right, man, let's do these super chats, man. Thank you for the contribution. Let your voice be heard. I'll catch up on most of them right now. What are you signing your name on, gentlemen? Eric Little says, happy Friday to you, coach, and the coach gang from Sioux Falls. Coach was right again. Pay attention, fellas. Oh, I'm just bitter and hurt, right? That's all. Shout out to Eric. El Chino says, shout out to the coach and the coach gang. Do we really need more examples than what coach is covering? No, that, I mean, people still going to get, oh, well, maybe not me. Jits World Tax, Demetrius Thomas here. Sisters on social media making fun and laughing at Toby for getting deleted by a Becky shaking my head. So again, this is the whole idea. I don't deal with Mickey Mouse people like this. So what they're trying to do is they're trying to say, they're trying to say at the moment Will Smith is losing his entire life and career, they're gonna uh uh, uh they're gonna push that to the side and they're gonna say, because this brother was out here interracial dating, uh, that's why he got deleted. And listen, he got deleted because he's a gump. All right, I don't really care about race like that. Y'all can care about that. That's that's Mickey Mouse stuff to me. Although it's important. I'm listen, it's important, but I'm not gonna dice everything like that up like that. I basically can take the whole thing and just say, look, it's male and female. And he was a gump. All right, and he got deleted because he was ignorant of the fact that when your ass go over to certain people, it's not better because they have a different skin color. All right. I, I think it's sickening for people to go and say. These people are bad because of skin color. 
All right. I think people are sick when they do that. Everybody's got problems. Every race of people got problems. Okay. So uh, for men, I'm warning you. Although I like, I prefer a different, uh, I, I prefer a certain woman. I'm not going to say these people are all bad. These people are good over here. And for you to leave the community and go find you a Becky, you don't know what problems you're inheriting. You're inheriting a different set of problems than from what you're escaping. And many brothers get caught up on the bad end. You get caught up because you're easily manipulated because you go over to the other side and pedestalize them. So he needs to take an L for that. But I don't attribute that to the fact that she's a white woman. I attribute to the fact that he's stupid in relationship to women. And he got caught up. All right. But for women, in terms of black women celebrating him and his death, when you got Jada Smith killing multiple men, she got more bodies on her body count than Hillary Clinton. And everybody's over here saying the white woman is the bad one. Oh, come on, man. Uh, when it comes to women, just decide what poison you like and pick it. Because they all got poison. That girl is poison. Don't trust a big butt to smile. That girl is poison. Ooh. If I were you, I'll take precaution before you go to meet a fly girl. Because it's obnoxious. I don't even know the rest of the world. <laughs> Come on, man. Don't trust a big butt and a smile. Did they say what race? No, man. A big butt and a smile. That's all, man. I don't trust you after that. I see a big old butt. I see a flat back. And I'm like, shout out to Bed Bill DeVoe, DeVoe here. Joe K, Will is down bad. Save yourself, gents. Also cover the Miami killed killer of the snow bunny. The killer, the Miami killer snow bunny, you called her. Leaving the community don't work the same. San Diego Juco all summer getting my bag. I broke women down by race. I broke women down by race. Guys, I, you guys know what I like. You guys know what I like, but I'm not dumb. I don't never, I never say I like this type of woman, but I, these type of women I don't like because of skin color or because of what they, their attributes are. I've dated around the world, man. I've been around the world and I, yeah, yeah. I can't find my baby. I don't know when. I don't know why. Man, there's problems with every race of women. I've broken it down. If you guys want to know the stream, we'll have one of the brothers look it up. I've broken it down all over these years. There's problems on all sides, man. Y'all better get ready. Y'all go over there, nose wide open, right? And these people be sitting up there ready to manipulate the hell out of you. Because <laughs> you go over there. Oh, my pretty princess. Y'all run overseas and go to Colombia and y'all go to Philippines. These women better. Man, you're inheriting a different problem. They're feminine. They stay by your side. No, that's because you're a big, fat, juicy wallet. It's all about resources. And they're mate guarding you. They never leave your side because they know another woman in there, another poor woman in their area going to get you. And she's going to open their legs to you. That's why she may guarding you. That's why she'll never leave your side. That's why she clipping your toenails and fingernails. That's why she cooking you rice. Because they see your ass is over there with that big fat ass open wallet and your nose wide open. All right, come on. It's no different than America. Just American women are entitled. They're just least entitled. Right? They were like, oh, this man can afford $40 in groceries. You look like a hero. 
I got money. But just know, man, it's all the same. It's all going in the same. Shout out to John Ellison. Coach, I told you in 2019 you were appointed to preach this gospel or anointed and appointed. Keep preaching. Thank you, sir. Shout out to John Ellison, who is, we'll put you in the original Coach Gang member since you've been here since 2019. Good to see you again. Robert A. is in the building. Raul says, dudes want a girl's soul until they find out girls today don't have one. But they don't have one for you guys. Whatever you learned about women, you have to unlearn. Whatever you learn about women, you have to unlearn because what you don't know, they're going to use to manipulate you. Okay, which is fine. Guys, men, men manipulate women all the time. Okay, but we also know that women manipulate men. Where you're ignorant, she's going to exploit you. So you better get real. All of that Disney fairy tale, all of that religious spirituality junk mumble mumble jumbo that you guys were brought up on is straight mythology. Shout out to Rico Cheeto or Cheto. DNA test came back. My brother is the father. So I remember you were updating what's going on there. And so now he's on the hook. Greg Smith, who won the female bracket last night, the feminists won. And they beat out, uh, they beat out the false alligators. They beat out the false alligators. Single moms and the queens, the independent queens, they got eliminated in the final four as we call it the fatal four shout out to john l jl coach a friend of mine has not slept with his wife for three and a half years but he always says happy wife happy life why does he say that because he's stupid right he he's calculating what he's gonna lose so what men do they get married and then when, when men get married typically they don't have much this is why they are marrying who they're marrying and then over time they'll build up enough in the investment stage of the marriage will which is stage number two and they'll build up what they have. In essence, then he knows what he's going to lose. So before he gets married, when somebody says you're going to lose half your stuff, he doesn't have half stuff to lose anyway. All right, he, he's sleeping on a futon. But as he gets married and he gets into the investment stage, he now has house, car, whatever it is. So when they say you're going to lose half your stuff, he, can, and he, he, knows, and he knows what it is. It's tangible. I know what half is. Now, what he doesn't know is that if he dumps her ass right now, it's going to cost him, but he can make up more money later. He doesn't see that because he wants to hold on to what he has tangibly. But if he dumps her early enough and just pays the divorce fee, his ass will be out there making more money and be at the junior college the next week. So he's surrendering and he's looking at his calendar going, well, I'll stay for the kids or I won't get hurt right now. I'll stay to keep my house. I'll stay to save face with my family. I'll stay because she's going to take my kids away. I'll stay because... I'm going to lose half my pension. Look, just dump her ass now because every day you stay with a wife that you're miserable with, that doesn't, uh, that doesn't fulfill you sexually, that's a day you owe her when she finds out that she's going to pull the trigger on your ass at age 48, all right? And now your ass is down and out having to start over life before you hit 50, and that's going to be detrimental. That's called a gray divorce, all right? Will Smith is experiencing that now. She's saying... And then he stayed and he's at the 25th year. He can't leave now. He can't leave now. And he's holding her hostage because he doesn't want to lose. And he's saying, happy wife, happy life. I'm not happy. <laughs> All right. James McNeil, coach, the Simpsons predicted this with Ned Flanders. He drove himself straight into rehab. A lot of husbands right now, they do need rehab because uh, let it be known. And I speak up for men. 
um, uh, men's, men suffer from a different type of abuse that oftentimes there's no evidence of um, this type of abuse being shown, meaning uh, uh, emotional abuse. Men suffer from heavy emotional abuse in relationships. Okay. But there's no statistics to show this. There's no men that can go into therapy and then have the therapist say, yeah, divorce your wife or your wife is the problem. They'll just tell you to man up and survive and stick around for the kids and show a good face. So men are emotionally abused, but they have nowhere to turn. They have nowhere to turn. See, men is, uh, Will Smith is on an island of his own right now. And he has no one to turn to. And then he's done something so stupid that the rest of the people that he could have had turned to him, they've abandoned him. And this is how men feel in their marriage. They, they, uh, they don't connect to their wives anymore. They leave their friends to actually keep the wife happy. I'm not happy. They leave their family. <laughs> and they all then, then are subjected to um, what we call um, uh, the emotional abuse. And men are emotionally abused every day of their marriage, man. I think if a woman withholds sex, that's emotional abuse. And it could be considered sexual abuse, but we excuse it in our country. Well, she doesn't owe you anything. And she doesn't have to do this. And she doesn't have to do that. Okay, well, let me out of my agreement then without penalty. Because that's why I married her, despite the fact that society says, well, that's not why you would marry one. Well, let me tell you something. If I, if I committed to her and I'm financing her or leasing her or have purchased her, that's what I'm purchasing. I'm not purchasing anything else. So much so that if you remove sex from the marriage, you have zero. No man would get married if, if sex was never on the table. If sex was never on the table, you'd never marry. So sex is important. But a person can withhold that from you and make you, <laughs> you're such a good man, and, <laughs> and beg for it or use it as a reward system. And they can do that. That's emotional abuse. But society says, well, that's the way it goes. It's a weird, weird world that we accept the, that men can be emotionally abused. And then when they snap out, <laughs> when men snap out and they pull a Will Smith, when they snap out, the world just says, what's wrong with him? And so Will Smith has snapped out and everybody's removed support from him and he lost. And she's over there salami packing with other men. And they agreed to this, but I, I want you guys to know Open relationships still have rules. Now, you can determine your own rules in an open relationship, but I'm going to just let you know, people who swing and have open relationships typically don't say anything goes, right? They have things and standards and rules in place, which I don't believe in open relationships. I just say just stay single. But if you're in an open relationship, it still has rules. You cannot screw and fornicate with my son's friends, and I'm sure Will could not do that with Willow's friends. So she probably stepped over the line and embarrassed him. She probably could uh, salami, salami smuggle any man other than the son's friends in who was sleeping on the couch, son. I think that probably was a violation, even though they have an open relationship. You see what I mean? So you can violate rules. Let me do a couple more. Billy Kid, damn coach. I have 500 on IG, TikToks, and Tinderellas to win it all. And you lost your money. Oh, man. Ty says, ah, uh, guys, hold up. Ty says, am I that far back? Sorry, brothers. Maybe that'll be the rest of the show. Uh, Ty says, off topic, but I got sent a KS clip. Shout out to KS. And he's now literally telling black men to sell out 
aka go outside of your community if you have to ninja watcher if you have to ninja watcher okay yeah kevin kevin's around man kevin be in these streets watching everything um well what should i tell him here i've always i've often told black man go find whatever you want wherever you want it i'm not a big i don't care about interracial dating i mean I could probably say that because I do interracial date, but I'm in Southern California. So interracial dating is not a big deal here, but you might live in an area where that's a big deal. It don't mean shit here. Okay. You know, it don't mean shit here. So um, not for the most part, it doesn't, but I think he's in the South, right? So a lot of people that watch him probably are men like that, where it's a big deal or it's a bigger deal than normal. So if he's telling people to go find their happiness outside of the community, whatever, I don't, I don't care, but people be having their panties in a bunch over that. For a small percentage of people, it's it's crazy. But a lot of cultures have that. Like Greek people, they typically want to meet, meet and marry other Greek people. Damn, well, good luck with that. You better live in a Greek community. But if you if you don't, shit. I mean, slim pickings out here. Slim pickings. You're going to have to give up a lot of things that you want. You're going to have to be like, well... You're going to look at your iceberg and be like, <laughs> what do I want to give up on? Because you can't select highest selection of people when you have a small population of people to pick from. I don't think so. All right, shout out to Music is Life. Salute, Coach, and the Coach Gang. Jada is nothing but a devil. Raul says, I remember going to Denny's as a kid, sitting by the smoke section, smelling like Badussi. It was bad news back then. Sebastian, coach, be honest, you were a menace with the peace league when you were younger during your Tay Dig years. Yeah, man, I've been in these streets, man. In these streets. <laughs> I mean, I've been in these streets. I've never not claimed to not have been in these streets and had my fun. I've had my fun, ladies. But let me just tell you this, young men. It's way better when you're older. It's way better than when you're older. And I discussed this yesterday. It's way better when you're older. First of all, when you're younger, you kind of trying to trying to finesse your way out of peace leave because you're broke. Okay, you're broke and you can't do any of this. You're trying to do two for 20s at Applebee's. You're trying to do whatever you can. Um, and um, back when I was a young buck, all right, women weren't out here throwing away peace leave like uh like it was a damn IHOP Grand Slam on Sunday morning. All right. Now they out here throwing it around like crazy. They out here passing it out like pancakes. So um, at this point in my age, it's a lot easier to get it than it was when I was younger. And I have a little bit more finances to, to get it. Not that I pay her directly, but even indirectly, even just going on a date and giving her uh, an hour and a half worth of fantasy and showing up in a nice car. It's easy. It's a layup. It's a layup. So it gets better when you're older. And not only that, you get to have your own crib you know, because when you're 25, you live with a roommate, you live with your mama, you can't hit it right. Guys, when you start hitting it right in your own house, in your own bedroom on a California king that's sitting up like a fluffy cow, a cloud, not a cow, a cloud, and there's nobody here, and you just, <laughs> you tagging it. Whole room smell like Badussi. And she just a yelling, you knee deep. You turning her upside down, flipping her inside out. You you roaring, roar, loud roars. 
But when you're young, you sneaking your, let me, you, you, you got your homeboy. Let me use your bedroom, Sean. Yo, Sean, I'm about to smash this, Sean, but I can't go back to my house. My mom's over there, Sean. Yo, let me use your room. You ain't screwing on my bed, man. Yo, Sean. Yo, let me look. Smell that, Sean. I'm about to get that right now. <laughs> you in the backseat of the Jeep, rocking, windows all fogging, you sweating. <laughs> you hoping nobody knock on your window. Hey, what y'all doing in there? Hold up. <laughs> let me zip my pants. You in the backseat of the Jeep. Hold on, baby. Hey, stay still right there. I know your head hitting the window, but hold it right there, son. Hold it right there. Yeah, hold up. Hold up. Hold. <laughs> when you have your own place and it's you can put your candles up, turn the music on, blasting. You tying her up, tie up to this wheel, spin right here. You putting uh, you putting um whipped cream on her feet, licking toes. Oh, wait a minute. I'm telling y'all too much now. You can go walk around your house naked. She laying on the couch. Oh, you ready again, huh? <laughs> Put them damn handcuffs on. When you can tell her to go to the closet, there's a nurse, cheerleading outfit, or the flight attendant outfit. Go in and put one of them on and surprise me. All right. She come out. Do you like this, daddy? Yes, baby. Go on right here. Here's the $200 right here. Let's go. I got money. <laughs> See, it gets better when you're older. When you're young, you trying to hit it anywhere. You be in the bushes. Hey, let's make it quick, baby. So that's what I would tell young men. And last one, Joseph Norris says, any suggestion on how to control my beard growth? Um, I use beard oil. Um, it doesn't grow very long, but I often, I'm trimming it all the time because I'm on camera all the time. So I trim the bottoms right here. Uh, but uh, I use a beard oil. I should shout them out, but I don't remember their names. They contacted me early on when I was doing YouTube. <laughs> Somebody said on the park slide. Yeah, you at the park slide. You on the park bench. All right. Coyotes out there hollering. Whoo! Police walking around. <laughs> it's better when you're older. But I comb my beard out, put the beard oil in it daily because, you know, uh, it's going to dry up and it's going to be very irritated if you don't use the beard oil. I comb it every day. You can get some sort of brush and beard bonnet, whatever you want to do. You try to get it at work. <laughs> Somebody said, I need just for men. Nah. I don't put that ish on my face and I'm not saying I'm not saying anything negative about the product. I'm just saying I once read the chemical list on that damn list. Hey, you guys don't know. You guys don't know that those chemicals seep into your brain, uh, into your scalp. This is alleged, by the way. This is all alleged. Those chemicals seep into your scalp, into your brain or into your jaw. I don't know if you've ever seen a dude that has jaw cancer, and they, they got to cut off their chin, bro, and you sitting there looking like this? Hell no. You putting that, you putting that issue on your face twice a week. Mm -mm. Mm. Not I. I'll, I'll keep it gray, bro, because I used to put that stuff on my face. It'd be burning. Oh, let me wash this ish off. And then I look at it. Three days later, I got to put some more. It, no. Hell no. I'm not being. What's going on, everybody? I'm back in here with another video. Dog be like, I can't look at this fool. All right, here we go. She came over and did monkey double back. 
Hell no, hell no, hell no. I'm going to be out here with a great beard just talking. <laughs> here we go right here. Oh, man, this is ridiculous. Where are we going here? All right, shout out to uh, <laughs> y'all know that. Look, would I rather have gray in my hair, my beard, or look like that doing the show? Forget it, man. I'll have a great beard. <laughs> Y'all gonna somebody gonna cancel you? Who am I making fun of? Hey man, look, you volunteered to watch this show. If you get offended, just turn me off right now, please. Please turn me off. Hey, um, let me show you this. Will Smith allegedly stood up to Jada. There's that video floating around. Let's let's play this video right here. Look at this video right here. This is what happens when you get married. Hey, remember I told you about emotional abuse? emotional abuse so you're gonna see what amounts to emotional abuse guys when you get into relationships women use you as entertainment i don't know if you guys know this is why i tell you money energy attention or time women think when you're in a relationship they get to just bounce anything off of you and just do anything to you and then when you stand up for yourself they don't stop like you be like look uh yeah uh and well you need to man up and we need to do this and I can do this. Why can't you take it? You need the man. A real man will be able to take it. They literally do this to you. And you're like, look, I've asked you once. I've asked you twice. Please don't. And you trying to hold masculine frame. <laughs> and they still continue to do stuff to you. So let's watch this video. And we'll watch it in full. Then we'll watch it and break it down. What the hell? All right, hold up. <laughs> Pause. What the hell? All right, ad time. All right, get some champagne. What the hell is this? All right, hold up. Now I got to reshare it. <laughs> hey, man, next time you have ads, warn me. I wasn't promoting whatever they're promoting. All right, here we go. Let's turn it up now. Let's go back. How do I press the play button? Oh, is it up here? Here. You know, Esther Perel is coming to the table. She's going to be at the red table. Would you say she has been instrumental in you and I redefining our relationship? I would say don't just start filming me without asking me oh my goodness. if you could film Astaire, me. Esther, come help us again, please. I'm still dealing with foolishness. Don't. No, no, she, yeah, because she don't just. Would you say that she helped us heal the hurts that we caused between one another? My social media presence is my bread and butter, okay? So you can't just use me for social media and not, you know, don't just start rolling. I'm standing in my house. Don't just start rolling. Don't Please start. watch a stare at the red table because she's helped us a lot. Can't you tell? You know, well, well. I mean, you can't say he didn't stand up for himself. <laughs> Jesus. Let's go. I give him a round of applause for this one, you know, because men, you can't snap out on them because they're going to be the victim. Not only that, she's recording him. So they may have a dynamic that when she's not recording him, he would normally snap out on her. But he knows he's being recorded and he can't snap. Women will record you for these purposes, right? Uh, people, women will sneak record you and your voice. Remember, was it Mel Gibson? Or there was a, not Mel, I think it was Mel Gibson. His daughter snuck record his ass when he was drunk and he went on a tirade and he lost everything. So even your family members will sneak record you 
and cause you to lose stuff. You got to watch out. If you have kids, they're savvy enough to start recording you and you don't know it. The woman that's Donald Sterling called him on the phone, the hooker that he had, the little junior college woman, and then recorded him and he lost his whole franchise. Whether you agreed that he should have or not, they used that as leverage to get him out. They wanted to get him out of that franchise for a long time. He was just using it. He was a slumlord for the Clippers. All right. And he was just using it. Um, and then they wanted him out and they used that as a reason to get him out. Okay. But, but neither here or there. Watch out. They will record you on the sneak. Be careful what you say around them. Oh, it was Alec Baldwin. Thank you, Rob Cruz. Somebody probably also said it up front. Alex Baldwin's daughter. Thank you. Yeah. It was Alec Baldwin's daughter, but it was Mel Gibson's baby mama. Jesus. Watch it, gentlemen. So let's go ahead and break down what happened here. You know, Steph Perel is coming to the table. She's going to be at the red table. Would you say she has been instrumental in you? So most people want to see what happened here. He could have slapped her like he slapped Chris Rock. Obviously, he would have lost everything. So he has to handle his wife with kids glove in our society or else the court of public opinion will cancel him. Guys, you are handcuffed in your marriage in relationship to what you can do and how you can do it. And uh, she's violating him right now. So if women are so against being violated physically or sexually, why don't we have concerns about when women violate men emotionally, which is what they can do very well here. We're not redefining our relationship. I would say, don't just start filming me without asking me. Oh, my goodness. And so her response is, oh, my goodness. So if he violated her without her asking, would she be saying, oh, my goodness? But she's violating, and she doesn't stop recording him. Now, they probably had this discussion before, but I will say, I will say this. Um, in, when, you, in your mar- when you in your marriage or as a man, have a business, have a reputation, have some sort of statue, stature, they will still play with it like it's a game. An early tip-off of this is if you start taking off time from your job, that could jeopardize your promotion or your ability to do said job just to spend time with her and she's okay with that, that's a red flag. Or when they make fun of what you do, they belittle what you do, or they don't understand what they do can affect your job, reputation, stature, status, or whatever it is standing in the community, they will still act like, well, I don't care. I want to do it. See, it's tough dealing with them. It's very tough dealing with them because they're kind of children when it comes to this thing. They're emotionally children when it comes to this thing because in their mind, even though you're successful, it doesn't matter. And I give you several examples of this one, right? The woman that recorded Donald Sterling, right? She didn't mean for him to lose his franchise. She was just trying to get a one-up on him. She wasn't a moral uh, uh, moral person that we said, thank you for uh, ruining him because you were a moral person. She was doing it for her own advantage. And then it ended up having consequences. But for women, let's say you ruined her job. Well, she has a fallback. She can sell some peace leave. She can run to the government. She can find a new husband and divorce. She can divorce you. She can find a new husband. She can get government assistance. She can have a safety net. She can move back in with her parents and not get any. Uh, she can play the victim on social media. I mean, she has a multiple ways to go. Will can't do anything. 
let's go ahead and continue here. If you could fail. Come help us again, please. So that was a damsel in distress call out. That was a distress signal. That was a simp wolf whistle. Whoever she's talking about, she's saying, come help me. Please come help me. He's at it again. It's his fault. You know who he is. I'm still. Hey, she says, I'm still dealing with this. This is the simple wolf whistle. This is the damsel in distress. She's sending up the bat signal. I'm dealing with foolishness. Don't. So gaslighting in that because she's violating him. And she said, still dealing with foolishness. That's foolishness. He asked you politely, from what I understand, at least on camera, he asked you politely to stop recording him because, and he has to explain himself. Now, I always warn men, if you have to explain yourself more than once and she continues doing what she's doing, she's abusing you and she doesn't really care for you. She's only doing something, at least probably for her advantage. She's manipulating you. She's trying to get a reaction out of you so forth and so on, it's time to walk away. Time to walk away. But look, society doesn't look at this. They will they will hear me break this down and call me bitter and hurt and angry or whatever. I hate women. And they're literally looking at emotional abuse. Let me just tell you, if this was the other way around, if Will Smith was recording Jada in her bonnet or when Derek Jackson dragged his wife out with her bonnet on the screen, everybody felt bad for who? The, the wife, the bonnet woman. Why he drag her out like that? Why he do her like that? Why he put her out on front street? Why he record her? She probably doesn't want to be there. She probably doesn't want to be recorded. But now, flip it, around, flip it around, well, just let her record it. This is basically, she's trying to get a, a reaction out of him. Okay, so be careful when people are recording you and they start asking you questions. They're, they're trying to get a reaction from you that they can then use against you. Let's continue. No, no, she, yeah, because she don't just. Would you say. So that's the second time. That would be the second time he did that. He said that now he can't smack the phone out of her hand. He's now frustrated. He is now gaslit. He is in gaslit performance. Ladies, you guys know this look because you get this look many times from men, but you don't realize what he's how serious it is because he can't knock the phone out of your hand. He can't put you in the DDT. He has no other recourse other than to walk away. And most men aren't strong enough to do that. So now she's full violation. Body language says it all. This is like the dog. When you intimidate the dog or scare the dog, or you yell at the dog and their ears drop. And they look at you like he's done. He's emasculated. He's done. This is all done in 30 seconds. Let's go ahead and continue. That she helped us heal the hurts that we caused between one another. My social media presence is my bread and butter, okay? So you can't just use me for social media and not, you know, don't just start, bro, I'm standing. So anytime somebody says, you know, they are, they're trying to express something without, with they, they can't find the polite words. Because he was trying to say what he was want to say, but then he had to say, you know, social media is my bread and butter. Now he sacrificed all of that just to stand up for her. And uh, he's a celebrity. It's important what it, his, like, uh, The Rock has made it so that he's monetized for everything. But she's trying to monetize her own show by having Will Smith promote it. She's getting free. What he wanted to say was, you got to pay me for this. But that's the wife. This is what he wanted to say. Listen, I'm a social media superstar. 
You can't just use me for your purposes to promote your show without paying me. My social media presence is my bread and butter, okay? So you can't just use me for social media and not, you know, don't just start rolling. I'm standing. So he, he wants to say you got to pay me, but now then that would give her what? An opportunity to do the, um, what do they call it? Straw man argument. Or they can pull out the um, the red herring. So a lot of times you men who are in relationships don't understand this when you're communicating that if there's a problem, you're discussing the problem. But in the midst of discussing the problem, you say one thing that she can now pull out of the argument and make that the argument. So much so that now she doesn't have to be held accountable for the original argument. You are now arguing about some bullshit that you slipped up and said, and she has it on camera. So you might say, well, you know, you're arguing something else. And you say, you know, if it, because you never do this. And now you're arguing, do you never do this? I do this. I too did this. Last week, I mopped the floor. Now we're, now we're, we're gone. Now we're far gone from the original, original argument. And we're arguing this point. This is a strategy that lawyers use. This is a strategy that people who manipulate use. This is a strategy that people don't who don't want to be held accountable use. Kids use this strategy. Kids use this strategy all the time. All right. And uh, they are about to get punished, but therefore you go off on their ass and then they will say they're traumatically something traumatic. You yelled, you screamed, you said you don't love me. You hate me. You said I would do this and you call me a name. I'm not this. Guys, I've, I've seen this happen all the time. So now Jada's waiting for that moment. Let's go ahead and continue. Been in my house. Don't just start rolling. Now she's going to where? So she's using the court of public opinion. She's already ignited the damsel in distress. She's gaslighted him. She's violated him several times. He stood up for himself. He's expressed himself. He did not react belligerently. He's held his masculine frame pretty well. And now, instead of her backing down, instead of her saying, you're right, honey, okay, I don't agree, but I'll di agree to disagree. Now she's going to the court of public opinion. You see this, y'all? Guys, women do this all the time, and they get away with it. Continuing. Please watch a stare at the red table because she's helped us a lot. So now she's broadcasting for her show again. She's marketing for her show. But but initially, the camera was pointed away from her, a will. But she then went to point the camera back towards Will. It could have been a lighting issue. It could have been a lighting issue because as you can see here, she's not lit. She's backlit, which will blow up the, the frame a little bit. So she did recognize she was backlit. And then she turned the camera back to Will. Please watch a stare at the red table. So she does look better here. So this was an issue of lighting. But he's still in the picture, by the way. Well, because she's helped us a lot. Can't you tell? And now she then says, you see, I'm the good person, but Will hasn't changed. He's the one that needs to change. He's the one still not helping. And he's the problem in a relationship. Not only that, she has it on proof, her proof. And now she has it on social media. This clip is out. So she actually put this clip out. She actually put this clip out. So um, be careful with the Lilith's mirror. If they are dependent on their phone, their social media addicts, this is a red flag. Let's go ahead and play it again all the way through and we'll do the super chats. 
You know, Esther Perel is coming to the table. She's going to be at the red table. Would you say she has been instrumental in you and I redefining our relationship? I would say, don't just start filming me without asking me oh my goodness. if you could film Esther, me. come help us again, please. I'm still dealing with foolishness. Don't. No, nah, no, nah, she, yeah, because she don't just. Would you say that she helped us heal the hurts that we caused between one another? My social media presence is my bread and butter, okay? So you can't just use me for social media and not, you know, don't just start rolling. I'm standing in my house. Don't just start rolling. Don't Please start. watch a stare at the red table because she's helped us a lot. Can't you tell? And so a lot of times women will, as you guys are saying here, um, women will use sarcasm in place of shots fired. OK, so this way she can then say, well, he's victimizing me. I was just joking. I was being sarcastic, but they will shoot shots. They'll shoot legit shots at you that will bruise your ego and hurt you. And they will do this death by a thousand cuts. They'll do this every day for a year. And then you'll snap out. They'll be recording it and they'll be like, look. But you didn't record the death by you didn't record the thousand cuts that she did to get you here. Not saying that Will is absence of any uh, uh, potential violations on his side. Not saying that men are perfect. But when it comes to emotional abuse, we're not very good at it. We don't stand in too long. We basically will get emotionally abused enough until the uh, until there's the straw that breaks the camel's back, and then you pop off, and then they got you, and then they go. Right back to the court of public opinion. All right. And they say, look at this. Come help me. I'm the damsel in distress. I'm the victim. All right. So uh, this is what happens here. Let's do all the super chats. Appreciate y'all for watching. Hit, hit, me, hit me with the like button in here. All right. We break this down, guys. I've been in these situations. This is why I don't do relationships because this is fair game, to be fair with you. This is fair game. And that would be a foul for me. I'm not dealing with any of this. This is why I say... I got money. But guys think they're doing getting free sex or they're getting good relation and they're dealing with this every day. Hey, Moose Hefner says white knights versus feminists for the crown coach. We should do that at the end. Um, I'm gonna catch up, or maybe we'll do it later tonight. Rich or die 89. What's up, coach? I finished uh third on your NCAA tournament back bracket. How do I claim my prize? Email me and um and uh send, make sure I have your Venmo. All right, so that's what you need to do there. I, I paid off the winner already. Warhammer, going to be 31 on the 17th. Loving the free agent lifestyle. Congratulations. Gilbert V, uh, life becomes amazing, guys, when you accept reality and live in a feeling life, live a feeling life for yourself. Realistically, thinking time is our best friend. Time is our best friend. Uh, Jay Flo, coach, I see or I saw that Keenan Thompson is getting divorced after 11 years of marriage and has two kids. And uh, obviously she got him. Guys, this guys, uh, let's go ahead and play the she got him. Uh, guys, you guys don't realize and shout out to all the married people that watch me. And uh, I hope I wish your marriage a uh, success. But as you guys know, uh, this is your score right now. All right. In your marriage. This is your score in your marriage. Right now, you're the Atlanta Falcons. And there's no way you can possibly lose this game. All right? But uh, in, in some way, you'll end up losing this game. It's not a matter of if. It's a matter of when. And at any particular point, you can give up that lead. 
You can give up the lead. Uh, shout out to S Hack Trick. Says men need to learn how to walk away. You can always rebuild sooner than later. Is if not, and that's you. Um, the best thing that men have in this society is the only thing, and you will still get damaged for this. Walk away and do it soon, not later. You rather be live. You rather be living with. Oh man, I wish I would have known how this turned out, as opposed to, um, man, you know, I saved myself. I'd rather say, hey, I'd rather just dish the dead weight now, live my life fulfilled, as opposed to, man, if I would have stayed with her, it would have worked. Kilsa says if he deletes himself, then Jada gets all his money. So it's win-win, ACDC. Will Smith, career death by simp. John uh, John Ellison, Jada not, uh, Jada not about to let him really get help. That help editor suggests he leaves her uh, asapidly, LOL, she going to dictate his deeper programming. So maybe she is, she is Will's handler for MK Ultra purposes. We don't know. Domain Stickum will cross the real, will cross the gun line, boss. Tell him about the gun line. Tell him about the gun line, boss. This here, the gun line. Shout out to Grizzly Adams in the building for being a member. Joshua Frazier, as, and as predicted, Jada threw Will under the bus. We actually talked about that last week. She definitely did say, well, you know, I, I don't think it was the right thing to do. Rusted Junk, Jada is a devil in a green dress. The He said, there are other examples, female examples like this. Thank you for your wisdom in this. Can you play the dolphin lip? Zoe, I'm kind of far behind, but I'll pay, play a little bit. You called her the dolphin lip. Uh, Zoe. Hey, my Louis. husband will buy me as many fucking Louis as I want to. So you're going to fucking game. No, he's going to fucking spoil me. No. I don't no, deal with no don't, fucking don't, scrubs. Don't. He's going to be a fucking engineer doctor, one of the fucking two, and he's going to buy me as many fucking Louis Quite as I want, shit. as many Chanel's, as many Gucci belts as I want, as many fucking Louis purses as I want. What happens if y'all get a divorce? What are you going to do then? Sit on your ass? Find another fucking husband, dude. Is that your? Wow. It's just that easy, guys. Look, um, not saying all women look, think like this, but this is an example of how women look at men. We're disposable. We're just launching pads for them. We're just find another one. <laughs> right? God dang, man. Shout out to, I can't pronounce all of this here, some random monkey folk. This is a classic codependent relationship. Will thinks being a good man. Uh, means putting up with the abuse that is ruining his life. Hashtag no self-respect. Yep. Mike Hawk, all jokes aside, she clearly does not love him. He needs to cut off that family of weirdos and hard reset his life and career. Um, yeah, be careful with your kids, guys. Be careful who you procreate with. Be careful who you make select. Gemini 605, you've been on fire lately listening at work. CGA hit me with the shuffle. As you guys know, we love the shuffle over here. I can do some shuffling too. Look out, man! What you gonna do? Look out, boys! It's coming through. Yeah, man! Yeah, man! For the new people listening to me, I don't give a damn about. I, I shuffle over here. All right, I don't give a damn about selling out. I'll get the hell out. And brothers I, and young brothers, let me give y'all a piece of advice. Uh, leave the community as soon as possible. All right, I'm gonna just tell you, it's a dumpster fire. <laughs> This is one of those things that you bring out and find out she's a feminist. If she supports Jada Smith in any manner, leave. All right. 
Uh, shout out to you. Thank you, man. Jedi says most light-skinned women in any race would uh, want to see the world burn. I've never heard or seen a man with a long-term positive situation with them. I'm sure, Coach, you could even share some bad stories in dealing with them. In particular, you're talking about light-skinned women. Um, again, <laughs> yeah, I haven't found, I have not found, I've invested 20 plus years of time, money, of, of money, energy, attention, and time in the women. Not saying they're bad. I'm just saying you will not get a return on your investment. More than likely, you will not. And I'm going to tell you, if you're a new listener, do not tell me, well, at least you got kids out of it. No, you pay for kids. Kids are liabilities. This is why I call them lovable liabilities. Kids don't pay you back. Most kids don't pay you back. Most kids are uh, are uh, subpar performers in life at best. Most kids can't even see. Look, most kids sticking around at, at, at the house, at the crib till 26, 27, 28, if not 30, 35. Kids don't pay you back. All they do is extend the legacy and you, psh, some of them don't even need no legacy to extend. So when it comes to this, when it comes to women of any race or light skin, dark skin, I really don't care. I know who to avoid and who to not avoid or who I want to take in. I think I think investing in them long term is not going to give you any rate of return. Other than procreation. Prove me wrong. Now, there's, there's going to be an exception to that. There certainly is exceptions to that. You can pull up a situation where. Uh, Samuel L. Jackson just gave credit to his wife for saving his life. That's an exception to the rule, but the exception proves the rule often. Ladies, if you're mad at this, what have you done for your man? Oh, I'd love to hear this one. I'll wait. What have you done for your man? I want to hear. All the Owens, let me know. I know you're an Owens. If you're new to the show, that means you're Owen 50 in relationship. You're an Owen. You ain't had one relationship that worked and you've attempted this transactional relationship multiple times in your past 10, 20, 30 years. What have you given your man? Tangibly given. Tangibly that he can measure things that he can measure. Like what have you give him, given him? That doesn't cost him a thing. Uh, see, that's what people don't realize there. See, I can, you can buy me a house. I can buy a house and you can consider it an asset. And then I can consider it a liability because I keep having to pay for that thing. Not only that, I have to continue working for that thing. So that house is not passive. It is not in a passive investment or a passive asset. It's actually a liability that I fall in love with, AKA like relationships, AKA like children. What tangibly have you given your man? There's not much. You don't get much in return, but much is expected. Much is expected of you as a man. You got to give, 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 and you get a little bit of reward. Here, I'll give you a little piece of this cookie. You want a little piece of this cookie? I'll dress the cookie up for you. I'll spray it down with perfume for you. I'll shave it down for you. I can give you cookie. That's all they got. And I've been here long enough to know that they can do all the abracadabra that they can do. There ain't a new rabbit coming out of that, that hat. There ain't a new rabbit coming out of that hat, brothers. Larry Bird's not walking through that door, fans. Kevin McHale's not walking through that door. And Robert Parrish is not walking through that door. And if you expect them to walk through the door, they're going to be gray and old. 
She can do all the hocus pocus, abracadabra. She can do whatever she wants. It's going to be the same one you got back in the day. What else? <laughs> Scott O in Hillbilly, I believe. He says, how good of a driver is she? And can she stay awake? Can I relate? Uh, can I relatively comfortably sleep while she drives? That would be a good one. All right, that would be a good one. I don't know if I could do that. I can't even do that when whoever's driving. Uh, Yak Diesel, yo, OJ is innocent. He was acquitted beyond a reasonable doubt. He said, let it go, folks. It's been almost 30 years. Save your energy for Robert Blake. Shout out to Robert Blake, too. <laughs> By the way, y'all see OJ was at the junior college? Did y'all see OJ at the junior college? All right, he had all them junior college sorority white girls waking him up. Let me see. Did y'all see OJ still out there uh, tempting his tummy with the taste of nuts and honey? All right, your boy out here wilding, bruh. OJ was straight at the junior college, bruh. And he had all them flat back to Kaylee's trying to wake his ass up. Bruh, OJ, he liked to tempt fate, don't he? Your boy OJ wild out here. Let me show y'all. OJ said, I'm rolling the dice. <laughs> Look at this. He don't give a F. He's sleeping with a house full of Kayleys. <laughs> Look at him. Let's wake up OJ. They don't even know who he is. You wake him up the wrong way, he going to knife you the hell up, baby. She looked like Nicole Simpson, too. He definitely has a look. You know, everybody has a type. He out here. Look, let's wake him up. Let's startle him. Boy, he could have had a, a flashback. <laughs> He could have had a flashback of epic proportion. They deleted the TikTok. Uh, where is it at here? They deleted it. Boy, OJ out here. I see you, OJ. In these streets. I got money. He probably sleep with a knife under his pillow. Them girls could have got juked up. How they call it? Juking? In, in New York? How they call it in, in prison? They juke him? He could have been like, juke, 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 juke. Them young girls don't know what they doing. They didn't even know who they was messing with, right? But that's how my evenings look when my kids aren't here. All right. <laughs> when my kids don't, when they not here with me, my house looked like this. Pure debauchery. It looked like an Arizona State sorority house up in this mug. Mm. I'll be in here. Kaylee number one. All right, you done? Kaylee number two? Come on through, baby. Where Kaylee at? Yeah, I hear you, baby. All right, shout out to, is it Ake? I can't pronounce you. A-C-K, we're going to call you. Check out Ancient Pre-Flood History by Kevin by Ken Johnson. He breaks down the tribal peoples with sources. I would love to do that. I like that type of stuff. We love, I love that type of stuff. The, the, the tribes of people are important, and we are tribal people. We should not be lumped all together because we look similar. Even when you look similar, you can have different culture, different upbringing, different expectations in life, different um, different things that you celebrate religiously. So to take all of Americans and say, okay, blacks are this and no, and whites are this. I don't believe it. I think we're very tribal. Uh, so much so that if you look at an old map of what they would call the Native American tribes of America, 
there were somewhat of uh, 150 or 200 tribes in which they were distinctly different in many ways from each other. In many, many ways. They would never say the Chumash and the Seminoles are the same. They would never say it, but but like DNA-wise, they're the same. You understand what I'm saying? So I apply that to America as well. Just because you're, let me see here, Native American map. I'm schooling you guys here. Bible map. Bible map. They were all different. And by the way, they were having wars when, when the Europeans came. They'd be like, hey, these people came and these Native Americans was just sitting around smoking the peace pipe. All right, no, they weren't. They were at war with each other. Vicious wars, by the way. But everybody wants to paint it in their own frame. So uh, here it is right here. Th let's just use this one right here. Can you guys see this? I'll see if I can get a, uh, oh, this is on Amazon. What the hell? Now you're going to see I'm getting prawn. Uh, but look at the Native American map. Uh, let's see here. There's got to be a better one. This one right here. So across this country, there were all types of different tribes of indigenous people, including black indigenous people, if we want to talk about that. Here we go, tribes of Native Americans. Let's see if this one is. All right, here we go. Just to let you guys know. What is this? Look at all of these different tribes of people. Is it 500 nations? Plus you had the First Nations up here, First Nations of people in Canada. But look at the different tribes. But in America, we just say, oh, all the Americans are lumped in together. Oh, it ain't no. Hell no. I'm of this tribe. Just because our skin match, you ain't in my tribe, fam. You ain't in my tribe, and I don't owe you shit. <laughs> I don't owe you a damn thing. But brother, but brother, brother my ass, you an adversary. You the ops, right? You'll probably statistically do more harm to me than any other person outside of my color. So the hell with your brother stuff. Come on, my brother. Brother, we need the brother. Hey, anybody that says that, any man that says that is manipulating you. All right? They're manipulating. If we want to get down to that, they're manipulating you. So I don't hear that. You say my brother to me, I'm immediately walking away. <laughs> hey, brother, we supposed to, I ain't supposed to do a damn thing. Hear me out. I ain't supposed to do a damn thing when it comes to me and you. I don't owe you <laughs> Look at all the pro-blacks leaving. All the pro-blacks gone. What is this, Negro? What is this stuff over here? I can do some shuffling, too. Look out, man. What you going to do? Look out, boys. It's coming through. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Come on, my brother. Man, I'm immediately cutting your ass off. All right, shout out to you. My sister can't even say, come on, my brother. All right, A&A Radio says, modern women are a walking contradiction. How can you be strong and empowered, but a victim at the same time? He says, I can't take them seriously. Rest in peace to T-Mon. Well, they're not meant to be taken seriously. <laughs> they're not meant to be taken seriously. I don't know where y'all failed this part of the exam. <laughs> I think the problem is we take them seriously. That That's where the problem starts. But I think we take a lot of knuckle draggers seriously. All right, look, like, you know, we remember there was such a thing as pulling rank. 
Remember that or paying your dues or earning your stripes. Remember that there's no such thing as that anymore. Everybody on an equal playing field. This is why equality is a fraud. Okay. You ain't look, I got more skin in the game. I have more invested. I've took more risks. I've flown myself to Paris. I've, I've been to Greece. I've island hopped. I've done all that. What the hell did you do? You ain't did ish. So guess what? I outrank you. I paid my dues. I've earned my strikes. But what we'll do in our country is this person started a business. He took the risk. He got the business up. And then this goofball, ham and egger, nug, knuckle dragger will literally say, well, why he ain't doing the work alongside us? A good boss will do the work out, uh, beside his employees. Why is he getting a bigger piece of the pie? <laughs> what the fuck? No, 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 no. Uh, pay your dues. Earn your stripes. And know your role and shut your mouth. I mean, people don't de deal with these things no more. And by the time I come out here with my old ass and I tell people this, they think I'm archaic as hell. Where they get this dinosaur from? Mm. Pay your damn dues. I'm not supposed to take you seriously until I need to take you seriously. And therefore, you need to earn this position. I'm not just going to give it to you. <laughs> Where are we at here? Chris Johnson in the building became a member. Dante the Lost Boy. Man, coach, did you see the guy Stone Cold Stunner, his girlfriend in New York? It's worth the Google. Oh, man. My man John Ellison said the goat is spazzing. We out here killing it today. I'm trying to figure I'm going to try to pull it up, but I'm so far behind. Apologies. Cognac King, he says, women with no friends, they will drain your energy. And then you know what's going to happen is, then you know what's going to happen is, um, uh, then when they drain you, they'll plug into another man or they'll go to their friends and girls' nights out. Be careful. John the Fields, with the thumbs up, appreciate you, man. Avid hiker in the building. If you weren't the first one, you will never have her soul. Why do people want their soul? Like, where did that come from? Shout out to Fresh and Fit. Red Pill Ray has off-subject church. Uh, but what's Superman's kryptonite? Somebody asked me for free. Do I want my daughter to get married? Um, this is what we do. We get daughters off the dole. Hey, you're either going to support her or someone else is. So if I don't support my daughter, I, I, I'm sorry, if I want my daughter to uh, be with me, like if I'm telling her don't get married, I have to support her. And she better have returned something or I'm basically going to house her for free. Um, so you want somebody to support her. If I don't support her, the government will. If the government can't support her enough, uh, a sugar daddy will. If a sugar daddy won't support her enough, a husband probably will. But men can't even do that. Like men can't even support their households anymore. They're not even encouraged to. They want equal partnerships. So my, my daughter better have a good ass job or she better work for my business or I'm going to be supporting her ass. Okay, here we go. This is why men married off their daughters so they can stop supporting them and they find another man to support her. But today, fathers support their, 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 their daughters and they be out here thumping their chest. I'm doing it on my own. I've flown myself to Paris. I've done Greece. I've island topped. I've done all of that. Shout out to the big dog. Woo, woo. The big dog is in the building. I lost it. He says pre-ordered 
you uh, pre-order for your greatest hits album, eight track or cassette, please. We got to do a greatest hit album. Matter of fact, I got two producers now. Um, we're going to produce a, a, a song here in a minute. Joe Jones, Jada going to leave, then say Will is abusive. Well, she has the evidence now because he he snapped out in public. So if she does have a case to say Will is abusive, she don't need any more evidence than the smack, the slap heard across the world. She wins. Octavius Baker, Denzel was the wrong brother to lend Will an ear at the award show, 100%. Xerox says, being a sellout because your mate doesn't share your skin color is weird if your mate has your skin color, but principles, um, but principles which uh, that don't match, you're unequally yoked. Yes. Yeah, the skin matching, I, I don't get it because I think there's a lot of conflict. Look at the statistics on <laughs> I mean, if you don't want to look at the statistics, look at the dynamics of relationships. Uh, black community typically is a matriarch. It's led by the women for a long time uh, by design. And uh, look at look at what's happening. I mean, I think if men, when men enter in relationships, they get really subservient. Um, if you want to be subservient in a relationship and you're a brother, you gotta, you got, you can't hold masculine frame, bro. All right, because those women don't belong to you, unfortunately, and they never really did. They're, they're, they never really did. Uh, just to tell you the truth, we've broken that down before. AF 1023, happy Friday, coach. Top tier tech companies just boosted the base pay of their best Al AI and machine learning engineers to a minimum of 275k a year. Most are young men and averaging 28 years uh uh in age and they gonna be saying i got money hey so get into uh uh what do you call it uh stem stem sigma the prince hey coach on that i got money video it was disrespectful for the lady to ask the old man is he looking for companionship at his age men know at that age it is is it it is disrespectful don't you want commitment what do i get in a commitment it's very little tangibly, and they set it up that way. Supreme Mash, I thought Alec Baldwin's was on a voicemail. I think Mel Gibson's was recorded. I can't remember, but Alec Baldwin's was a voicemail. But again, it's still being, oh, he did call and record it himself. But she released it. She released it. Hey, guys, your daughters uh, in this world today can turn on you. Your daughters can and will turn on you. Be careful. Uh, know that it's coming, especially if you have a house divided, meaning you have a broken home. Uh, your sons could turn against you if they're, you know, they have a Oedipus complex, not an Oedipus complex. I think it's called Oedipus. Um, your son was side with the mother naturally because he bonds with her more, even though he looks like you. But your daughters will turn on you for financial incentives. And I'll give you proofs. Case study. Case study. Uh, one, the point guard from the Houston Rockets, Calvin Murphy. Calvin Murphy. So Calvin Murphy's daughters, it, uh, he had a lot of daughters, sued him for sexual abuse, and he was exonerated in that instance. And many times this a, there was a financial incentive. Just to let you know. Just to let you know. Um, so be careful there. Monk Mode Masters, poor Will looks so beta and defeated. I pray he takes the red pill and kicks that itch to the curb. He's got to break conditioning. He's got to break conditioning. Guys, you have been conditioned. All of us have been conditioned to a certain extent. 
And the way we've been conditioned is very innocently through a drip campaign. Okay, if you know anything about marketing drip campaigns, it can actually turn people towards you um, over time, as opposed to me telling you about a sale individually uh, once. If I tell you guys, subscribe to my channel. Are you going to subscribe the first time I say it? Probably not. But if I keep appearing on your feed, if I keep appearing and people hit the like button enough and you see my grill again, you see my face again, there's that guy again. This is my second video. This is my third video. This is my fourth video. He keeps putting out content. This guy's pretty consistent. Wow, this is the second video that I liked of the fifth video that I watched. I might subscribe to that guy. Now you're here. Same thing is done to you on a daily basis. They keep putting information up to you innocently a little bit at a time. This is what commercials and marketing do. They show their brand over and over again. Here's the logo. Here's the logo. Here's the logo. Here's the song. Here's the, the product, the picture of the product. You're a celebrity associating with the product. They're not getting you the buy immediately, but they know if you recognize it, if you recognize the, the, the jingle, you recognize the celebrity next to the product, then they can get you to buy. So the media, schools, you guys go through 13 years of indoctrination, by the way. 13 years of indoctrination in which you go to school 200 of 365 days a year. You don't think you're not being indoctrinated and conditioned? When your parents aren't looking because they are focusing on their career. So I could focus on my career. You thus didn't get indoctrinated by media, Disney, television programs, television programming, television programming, radio programming. You didn't get programmed to have certain belief systems in which you would not have inherently believed in until you were exposed to it. Like some cultures, you can believe in polygamy. Some cultures, you can believe in arranged marriages. Some cultures, you can believe in monogamy. Now, why do you believe in monogamy? Because it's better or because that's what you were introduced to first. And not only were you introduced to it first, you were introduced to it over and 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 over over again. You've been conditioned to believe that that's the best source. Now, the minute I say that ain't the best source for me because uh, biologically, I don't agree with it. Then what you'll say is I'm the weird one because I unplugged myself. And you over there standing over there, Bach, Bach. <laughs> Monogamy is better, Bach. Monogamy is the right way to do it, Bach. We were supposed to here be here and have a mate, Bach. No, you're not. Who told you that? <laughs> This is why they want to get your kids being introduced to some nefarious things and condition them and groom them earlier. And you're here fighting it. Well, I don't want it. But guess what? You're getting free education by the public school indoctrination camp. You're going to take it whether you like it or not. Or you're going to take care and raise your own kids. You choose. So I could focus on my career. Yeah. Am I giving you all a little too much? Richard Dye says, my name is Richard Smith, and I finished third place in the bracket challenge. All right. Uh, yeah, that's the second time. Let me, I'll, I'll find you, brothers. Richard Smith. Wait a minute. That name sounds familiar. Um, I'll check my bimbo. Uh, what do you call it? MS81 coach. Watch it. Some people have good relationships with chameleon mothers too. LOL. Mothers do condition you as well. Elijah Bryant, you're keeping us off the plantation with this message, coach. Hashtag free will. Shout out to, that's free Willie and free will. Uh, Eric Powell, Jada doesn't want to be with Will, but she doesn't want to be the cause of the legal divorce and public breakup. Hashtag internal, eternal victim. 
She doesn't want to be the cause. Yeah. John Ellison, imagine if she was a megastar and he was a D-lister, would it be cool for him to use her publicity? Do you see, did you see ASAP Rocky doing that to Rihanna? Yeah. So the dynamics would flip if he would be using her on an Instagram without her consent. Consent. Only women can give consent, obviously, because men can't remove consent and stand up for themselves. John Ellison, Esther comes and de demonizes Will per Jada. I'm not sure who that is. Maybe that's a typo. Still is Stillzy. I don't get why Jada thinks Pac was her one and only. Pac was in the streets with Heather Hunter, Adina Howard, Madonna, Nina Hartley, and Quincy Jones's daughter in 96. He was slanging it to everybody. But that's never stopped women from wanting to be with a man. Women are naturally uh, groomed to be into harems and concubines. Monogamy is a fairly new concept and idea. It's a fairly new concept and idea that we have adopted here in our country because we have a Puritan upbringing. Our, 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 religion, our culture is related on Puritanism and Christianity for the most part. In which the second part of the Bible was highly monogamous. But inherently, women want to be with the best provider irregardless of who else he's providing to. If the guy has enough status, they will be part of the harem or the concubine. This has historically been done. And we do this off paper now. We do this now. And women will do this, and she will get with a guy. She knows he's highly status. She might believe in her little, her brain, that she's the only one. But inherently, she knows she's, he's, she's not the only one. Does that stop her many times? No, she'll proceed enough until she's embarrassed, a.k.a. Tiger Woods and Elon Woods. Elon finally pulled the, um, pulled the trigger when she got embarrassed. Many women will say, I know you have other women, but just don't embarrass me. When it becomes embarrassing, then they will act like they're the victim, but they inherently know higher status men have multiple women. Anyone that doesn't know this, she's in ignorance. All right, Gregory Hardaway says, what up, coach? I would, he says, I want to, I want you to go in or what I was saying yesterday regarding black women complaining, LOL. It's true. They do their fair share of complaining on dating apps. White chicks do too, but it's different because of their options. Yeah, I mean, it is different. I think white women don't, I mean, black women don't date interracially that much. All right, I think they should. And I don't know if black, I don't know why black men complain about that because the numbers game suggest that you either have them in concubines or harems or you let them go do what they want to do because you can't have them all or you're just being greedy but there's more black women than there are black men so let them go i don't give a damn all right um click let, let, let somebody else clean them up but the problem is they're not highly selected but white women do have great expectations and they uh set their expectations high because they are groomed to be the princess but they got as many complaints. They, guys, you ever been with a white woman, bro? They complain all the time. It's just the a manner in they, in they complain. They, they complain and it's a little bit cutesy or snarky or uh, sarcastic or uh, the other word, sassy. We use those words when white women complain. When black women complain, it's uh, masculine. It's very aggressive. Hey, I told you to do Biden. How we done lost a damn vote? <laughs> 
So that would be a black woman complaining, and it's very abrasive or aggressive, stereotypically. Now, this would be uh, what a white woman would do, passive aggressively. Are you serious? It's the same thing. It is the same thing. It's just how it's done. This is how a Latino woman would do it. <laughs> Hold on for a second. I'm gonna do it. I can't do it. Uh, it's too late in the clip. It's too late in the clip. But it's the same thing. One's passive aggressive and one's direct. Now, how do you want it? <laughs> uh, but but the passive aggressive, they can do it over periods of time in death by a thousand cuts. All right. Black women might cut you in five, five pieces. All right. After they get done with you in 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 a in, in two days, you cut up in five pieces. The white women are gonna wait 10 years and cut your ass up. By the time you cut your ass up, you bleeding internally, you bleeding all out. So how do you want it? How do you want it? Where he uh, shout out to Ricky V. Yeah, he says your peace and respect are priceless. Avoid female abusers. They will always dictate the narrative. You can't win. When it comes to this emotional abuse game, you cannot win. And you're not trained for this. You're trained for combat. You're trained for all out upfront physical warfare. Right? That's what you're trained to do. You're not trained to do this uh, sarcastic digs because if you're sarcastic with a woman, She'll be in therapy. You said I was fat. I was just kidding. I was just being sarcastic. Now, nah. James C. NC. And by the way, this this emotional, this long-term emotional abuse starts in elementary school, middle school, playgrounds, even earlier than that, I'm pretty sure. And they learn this uh, from their mothers and her friends. Women can be in a totally public arena. And they'll have a confrontation with a woman which you will never see. You won't see it. You won't hear it. You won't feel it. It won't be apparent. But they'll be in war. They'll be at war with a woman. Now, the same war you would have with a man in that same setting, you would hear furniture moving. You would hear the floor rumbling. Tables would be crashing. People would be skirting out of there. If you guys had the same war that this woman, these two women are having in that public arena. But the problem is this war could extend it from five years ago. It could have started right then. It could have carried over from elementary school and now they're 40 years old. It could have been a new world, new war, an old war. You don't even know. You don't know where it came from. And they'll be at war with each other and they'll wait till they see it again. See, but the war never gets solved. See, when men war, it gets solved pretty quickly. As soon as it escalates, lives are threatened. Teeth get pushed to the back of throats. Noses get punched. Eyes get dotted. Somebody gets suplexed. Somebody gets arrested. Somebody loses their life. If you're ever at war with another man, it's immediate. The punishment and threat is immediate. When it comes to women, not so much, and they never resolve the conflict. Punches don't get thrown, unless you're dealing with sometimes that that uh, somebody who is aggressive on the female side, but oftentimes the counterpart has to be as equally aggressive or there's going to be no fight. She's just going to knock the shit out of her. And then it doesn't get solved. So this is what you deal with, with when you're dealing with women. You can't play the emotional game. They've been conditioned. They've been playing it longer than you. All right, Jake, I got the JC says, dang, that, sh that dang shuffling video gets me every time. Appreciate your work. Yeah, right. Appreciate your work and message. Respect. All right, Joseph Norris, thank you, sir. 
of to my man James. Joseph Norris used the Bills chief 36 to 33, 13 second loss instead. You must be a Falcons fan. Maybe you're a Chiefs fan. T Mitty Man. Eastern Lingling is waiting to give Will a pork stir fry and show him how a man should be treated. Okay. Hey, I'm down. Where's she at? I'm down. If you want to be down. Shout out to Ling Ling over here. I think she's Ling Ling, but I'll take it. Look, door up and down, said, hmm, I'll take her. JD says nothing. Or he says higher. ACDC, OJ got PTS delete. Oh, no. Oh, God. Big Mufasa, coach. Uh, don't you believe these jokers watching? He says, let their girl walk in while you're on the tube. Jada treatment. Uh, he says, coach, don't you believe these jokers are watching? Oh, ladies are watching me. Ladies, you guys love watching the coach. Matter of fact, uh, the men watching me that have ladies, shout out to you because uh, like Angry Man says, women watch all kinds of things that go against their message. I'm sorry, go against your narrative all the time. And they got you up there sitting there watching it. Okay, they watching feminist programming all the time. Okay, and you sitting there looking like this. Okay, I'll watch it. So the minute you watch something where a man's telling you to stand up and cup your balls, they're like, why are you watching this? This is ridiculous. I refuse to sit here and and watch this with you. You shouldn't be watching it. Again, you guys are controlled by the Peace League. They got your nose wide open. And uh, the minute they see somebody waking your ass up, they want to cut it off. Mm. All right, shout out to Simon Small. Appreciate you here. All right, but they want to keep you in weakness and control you. Synopsis Jones, the junior college gives me Peace League because I have an ice maker. It doesn't take much. Guys, this is why when you get older, you're going to have a couple of shekels and it's going to be meaningless to you, but broke ninjas are going to think you're spending thousands of dollars. All right, because it would be the equivalent of thousands of dollars to them. All right, but you don't have to have much. All you have to do is have your own house at this particular point and you'll be slaying it. Rock Solid says, yo, coach, you got any advice about child support? My baby mama terrorist found out I got two jobs. Now she's talking about filing. Oh, she's threatening that. Um, how old is the child? There's too much here. Uh, too many questions. How old is the child? Can you get full custody? The minute my wife or my ex-wife goes to child support, because my kids are teenagers, adolescents. If she went to file for child support, I would immediately file for full custody. But I already have partial custody. I would immediately file for full custody. That would be my immediate response. I wouldn't even wait two hours from after I got served. I would be at the courthouse filing for full custody immediately. I wouldn't even hesitate. It'd be immediately turnaround. Oh, you can't support these teenagers? And you need my support at the end when these kids need cars, they need to pay for their sports activities, they need to pay for school, they need to pay for college in a few years, and your ass so down and out, and you need my money, guess what? You don't need the kids. Mm. These kids about to be grown and need big money to survive, and you can't support them? Immediately, I will file for full custody. I'll be right down at the courthouse saying she can't take care of these kids. She can't deliver them to the point where now they need to get over the top and gain an advantage over the rest of the kids in society. She's going to take blood from a turnip and then try to do what? Support herself on my income. Nope. Not me. Nope. I'll be out there filing. 
And normally what happens is the custody case will try, uh, take precedence over the child support case in which you would have to then solve the custody before you solve the child support. And what she would probably know is as soon as they go in a custody hearing, if she has a disadvantage, I get full custody. Then she goes into the child support hearing and she owes me. So I know she ain't going to want to play that game. The minute she solves, the minute she pulls that trigger, I file for full custody. You guys got to know how not to play with these people. You can threaten me all you want, but I'm going to have a damn check made on your ass. <laughs> and I'm going to make it miserable for you because I got enough money to draw this bad boy out. So you want to pay, you want to use the kids money, right? Their, their future college money, college money on this case. Because that's what I would tell the judge. I'm Right now, I'm using the, the kids college money to fight this child support case off. Huh? We don't play no games. I don't play games with these people. And I don't handle them with kid gloves. You want to play games with me and use the court by throwing rocks and hiding your hands? I will bust that ass. And I will serve her ass about 50 damn times because I know she's coming in with no lawyer. So I will have my lawyer serve paperwork on her every day for a year and see how much she likes that shit. And I will demand for production everything she's bought in the last five years. Give me receipts. You see what I mean? This is why guys will say, I don't need no extra money. Yes, you do. Because if you ever get in a lawsuit, you want to be on the side where you got money to pay to tear everybody else up. Okay, here we go right now. Don't play games with me. All right, here we go. Shout out to Ban. Here we go. Here we go. Shout out to Ban says, Coach, what are your thoughts on perception is reality when it comes to attraction and seduction? Perception is reality. I don't know what that means. I don't know what that means, but attraction is you can't negotiate attraction. You're attracted to who you're attracted to. You're attracted to the first couple of people who've imprinted you. Sometimes if you've been violated sexually, you can be attracted to them. Like that's young boys are attracted to men after they've been violated by a man. If the first few women that you slept with uh, were fat women, you're probably going to be addicted to fat women for the rest of your life or overweight women. Not only that, if your mother was fat. And her, all her friends and her auntie, your aunties that were hanging around with you were fat. That's probably who you're going to be with. <laughs> because it's natural to you. You don't see it as a, you don't see it as a negative where other people might see that as a negative. We got to wrap it up here. Where are we at here? Uh, Warren says, so true on fathers while supporting their daughters. I know a 28 year old chick who's having her father pay her several thousand dollars for her weight loss surgery yet she appears all independent to the guy who doesn't know the inside story guys i've seen women 28 30 36 their fathers and parents are still supporting them or financing them in some sort of way if they didn't pay their down payment for that house they paid for the wedding if they didn't pay for their pet surgery if they didn't pay for the new car tires they paid for something All right, shout out to Gregory Hardaway, facts coach. White women are very passive aggressive, and this is how they've been trained. They've never been trained that being aggressive, like in their social circle, being aggressive is very bad in their culture, uh, in the suburbs. Aggression doesn't work, uh, but passive aggressive works very well. Just the same as uh, if you are in the community and a, and a black woman is stereotyp unstereotypically passive aggressive, that don't float. Somebody, she's going to get the brain, her brains beat out by another bigger, larger black woman. I mean, it ain't going to fly. 
passive aggressive don't work in the hood. You know, see, see, in the suburbs, no matter what race you are, you can sue each other and and throw rocks and hide your hands. You be suing each other, but when you see each other in public, y'all shaking hands. Hey, how's it doing, Bob? Bob, uh, it's going good. How's it going, Jim? Jim is going great, but y'all suing each other like crazy. Well, that's the lawyers doing that. I ain't doing nothing else, Bob. Don't take it personal. It's just business. But in the hood, that don't work. AKA Will Smith and Chris Rock. Uh, Chris Rock tried to passively aggressively go after Will Smith's wife and Will Smith led back with aggression. He said that passive aggressive stuff ain't gonna work with me. All right. And now and he took an L because he wasn't in the community. He was in the real world. And he tried to do what he did in the hood and that don't fly. And now Chris Rock is gonna passively aggressively sue his ass. Okay. And he's gonna say no hard feelings, Will. You know how it goes. Business is business. All right, shout out to Official Contras. Appreciate you for your super chat. I can't see what it says. Uh, he says, to the 2K, shout out to the 2.5K viewers. <laughs> All right, appreciate y'all, man. I got to go get over to the stretch lab and let Kaylee stretch out the coach, man. I need my chest stretched out. I need my legs stressed out. And maybe Kaylee gets stretched out. Like, <laughs> Thank you for the contributions. Shout out to the coach gang. We may not be back tonight, but we'll see, man. Shout out to the... We'll leave you with this sister right here. We out of here. I looked at it as I have an ATM between my legs and I just, I'm just using it. All I got to do is put my card in and that's it. And put the pin number and boom, money just comes right out. Uh -huh.